When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'll just Yo, we're back. We're back? Hey, oh, what's up, everybody? I thought I didn't pay my internet bill for a minute. It's all Derek's fault. Derek, Derek no, no, tripped no, over, no, no, no. He tripped over a cord. No, no. Yes. No. I paid my bill. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Well, sorry about that. We had a little technical issue, but we're all straightened out. No problem. All to the good. Apologies to everybody. Uh, good no, not a big deal. Uh, so we're good to go. Um, so we're, we're we were talking a little bit about uh, the, the whole Wentz thing, and when, like I mentioned, we're going to talk to JP Finlay uh, a little bit later. Uh, but let's start with this guy. So let me give you where Washington ranks, okay? Um, as far as points per game, they're scoring thirty-one per game. That's yep. fifth, okay? They're rushing. For the second mo, or I'm sorry, I'm giving you the Eagles. I apologize. Let me give you the, the Washington here. Washington's eighth in points per game, 27.5. They're not running the ball particularly well. 86.5, which is 25th, 86 and a half per game. Uh, throwing their second, 306 and a half per game. So Barrett, let's start there because you touched on it a little bit earlier. Part of this is they're trailing and trying to come back in games. Yes. So how good is this offense? Because you've had a take, chance to take a look at them. I, their offensive line is not that good at all. In fact, Carson is running for his life. They try to run the ball. They have a really good running back in Gibson. Uh, he's a bigger back now, and um, he's explosive. But you stop him, you virtually stop what they're trying to do on offense. Um, Carson, they can't protect him very well. Right. So they get down in games and have to throw to get back into the games. Hmm. So that's why his numbers are reflecting that. 650 yards, um, 7.5 yards attempt. Uh, you know, it, it sounds like he just blowing it away. But he has seven touchdowns, which is pretty good, um, and, and three interceptions. Yeah. His uh, QB rating is, what, 100? Yeah. 100.3. So, you know, he's – he's he, he It's has, seventh. That's seventh. His QB yes. rating is seventh. I mean – He has yeah. – he's, he has, he's been sacked six times, six times. Mm-hmm. And um, he, they average 37 yards in sack yards a game. Jeez. You know, so <laughs> – it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how when you look at his numbers, he puts up a lot. It's kind of like it's not, it kind of Kirk Cousins. He puts up a lot of numbers, but it's always garbage time. Those are mm-hmm. garbage yards that uh, Kirk Cousins had last week. He had him in the third and fourth quarter. Yeah, he did. He trying did. to catch up, throwing a ball down the field. You know, you're going to get those type of numbers. But it's it's it, they're they're like hollow. They're empty. Now you look at you look at. How Jalen had Jalen has 576 yards, 9.1 yards attempt. You know, he only has one throwing touchdown and one interception. 
So that may not look good, but the the most glaring um, statistic is the win column. Right. Look how many rushing. We're not even gonna talk about rushing yardage that he has, rushing touchdowns that he has. We don't quarterbacks don't get judged by that. They get judged by passing yards. So, you know, and it looks like Carson Wentz is that work. You know, he's number two in the league. You know, he's he's up there with, you know, number two in in, in you know, Pat no, he's tied for number one in passing um touchdowns. But it's, those are just hollow stats because the offensive line is really bad. And I feel for him because he's running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Right. I mean, is is he making better decisions, Barrett, or is it still the same kind of scattered, you know? Same old, same old. Okay. Nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to push the ball to down the field in double coverage. And when he's running for his life, especially, you know, he's just trying to throw it up in the air. He's trying to hold the ball too long. When you don't have a good offensive line, you got to get the ball out of your hands. Mm-hmm. But yet he holds it so long. And I'd be pissed if I was an offensive lineman in his offense. I'd be pissed. I'd be livid because a lot of those sacks are his caused by him. But they're also bad enough that you know they can account for those sacks anyways because he just he just he's just very frenetic in how he approaches the game. Yeah, and I don't that's that's not winning football. You know what no. I mean? Like it, it's moments where you're you're he takes your breath away. You're like, oh my God, how did he do that? And then there's another moment where you say, Oh my god, why did he do that? Right? I mean, that's Carson Wentz. He he's like a I don't know the best way to explain it is, but man, you like you live on the edge with him and and a lot of times you crash and burn. Uh, no, it's not like look, 91 LSS, you, come on now. You know we was not praising those garbage uh receiving yards that um uh, passing yards that uh that he had. I, nobody did that. Nobody. I mean, not on this channel. We never did Jaylen's that. Jalen's garbage we time knew. stats last year? I saw that, and I'm not, I'm not even responding to that. I, I, I'm not we never did that. that. We already knew what it was. We knew those first seven games. It was a travesty how many times they threw the ball. And especially, like, a lot of times they weren't even out of the game, and they were throwing the ball. Like against San Fran. San Fran, they should have won that game. Kansas City, they should have won that. Oh game. yeah, oh yeah. You know they were in it to the bitter end. We didn't. We didn't praise their. their, their I, I. I just think that now. Jalen Hurst has to continue doing what he's doing, and at this point, I can't see going and getting a college quarterback and giving you anything better than what Jalen Hurst is giving right now. Yeah, listen. Um, he's been playing. You know, Hurts has been playing amazing. He really has. I mean, the the the, the growth is just it's remarkable. I mean, what that performance Monday night was something to behold, man. That's for sure. Oh, this he said Dan Cilio did. Okay. Okay. I, I will. I will. I will say this about, and I agree with everything you guys are saying about Washington offensive line, and especially after talking to JP and, and Brian Mitchell. But I will say this. Carson Wentz is the best quarterback Washington has had since 2018. Wow. Washington has had 10 different starting quarterbacks. Now think about that. That's only four years, four years. Right. right. He is the 11th different starting quarterback since 2018. And when I look at the collection of wide receiver um, of quarterbacks they've had. Okay. Yeah. Now just think, now I want you to see if you agree or disagree with me. All right. Alex Smith, Josh Johnson, Colt McCoy, Mark Sanchez, Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Brian Fitzpatrick, Garrett Gilbert. 
he's the best. Uh, you know, I, I think Soon Fitzpatrick has is what he is. Like he could pro, he could be a guy who could maybe get you into the playoffs, but we know there's a ceiling there. I but, like Alex it's, Smith though. But, but but Alex Smith was real, a solid he guy. Got hurt. Yeah, he, he got was hurt. compromised. He Same was thing compromised. with Fitzpatrick though. Fitzpatrick played one game, got hurt, lost the rest of the season. I, I, I would agree. <laughs> no, your statement is: Would I take Wentz over, especially with a with an injured? Absolutely, you know, Alex Smith. I take Wentz in a heartbeat. And Alex Smith, Alex Smith bottomed out. He didn't even last in San Francisco. When he got to Washington, he was okay, yeah, but he it was, was nothing special. Alex Smith was a guy who could get you the postseason. You know, he wasn't mm-hmm. going to take you super far. He was solid, but he wasn't. No, I agree with you. I like I if I'm Washington. Alex get, Smith started 16 games in a span of three years for them. 18, 19, 20. Where was he in 2019? He's not even one of the starting quarterbacks. They had Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins, he and Colt McCoy when he was hurt in 19. Okay, had severe leg injury. I mean, so he had he started 10 games in 18 and six games in 20. Then they turned it over to Dwayne Haskins and then Kyle Allen. Right. He wasn't with the team in 21. And I will say this also, Washington over that span has a much better collection of pass catchers than they've had in recent years. Now, yeah. does that equate to a better team? Eh, remains to be seen. We don't know. Hey, we make don't know. no mistake. He's got weapons. Like, this is – this. Oh, he's is, got weapons. Know, yeah, when you're talking about uh, McLaurin and Dotson and Samuel and, and a running back in Gibson who can catch the ball, Logan Thomas, when he's healthy, has right. made himself into a really nice tight end. Neither it's – He's got people to throw the ball to, man. Right, I mean, that's right. for sure. Yeah, um, no question. All right, so defensively, they're they're giving up 29 points per game, just mm-hmm. 29th in the NFL. They're giving up 157 yards per game on the ground, which is 28th. They're giving mm-hmm. up 247 yards in the air. That's 20th. This is not a good defense, No. period. They get ran all over on. I mean, they they they, they – they got pounded by Swift in that offensive line last week, and we should do the same. It's I mean, even with with Payne and Allen up front. Yep, they just can't stop it because once you pass them and get to the second or third level, yep, they don't have good tacklers. Right. So this should be a decided advantage going to the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, it, Barrett, it, it, tell me if I'm wrong, and I know how great Hertz was Monday night. I'm not. I'm not saying you know you had the guy drop back five times, but this should be a game where you should destroy them on the ground. No. Absolutely, Count absolutely. Them on the ground. I, I mean, you, you you should throw only because you feel like throwing, not because you have to. You feel like throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. They could run on these guys at, at, at every every turn. Yeah, it just feels like a game where if the Eagles' defense shows up, the offense should be able to take care of business here against this Washington defense. The the oh, overall right. scope of the defense. I know they have some good interior defenders, but the overall scope of the defense is not very good. But once again, like I said, Payne and Allen. Or sometimes they remind me a lot of Fletcher Cox right now. Yeah, they they I mean they can make it happen. Yeah, no, no question. Yeah, th- I mean those two are, uh, are they're good. I'm not taking anything away from them. And again, like you know, the Eagles' defense is going to have to show up. This is not going to be an easy task. Uh, you know, I know Carson is prone to some mistakes, but you know, you're talking about a a gunner, a an, a, a, an offensive attack that if their line can hold up, it's the big mm-hmm. F here. It is. Those those guys it can is. make plays in that receiving game. Yes, them. they can. You know, yeah. and people, you know, people might say, well, if you can control Justin Jefferson, you should be able to control just about anybody. Each game has its own storyline. Totally. You know, and offensive coordinators are going to adjust to try to free up their guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it was it used to be just the Terry McLaurin show and whoever else would 
possibly get open. Now you have three le- legitimate, and, and Sam Cam Sims hasn't even done anything yet. Right. I, I don't know where he is or what his story is. He hasn't, he hasn't registered anything yet, and that kid can flat out play. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen. Sims, it, yeah, you're right. Sims has been a note go, but I mean, I, I think it's by design. I don't think that they really have been focusing on him, and yeah. that's because that's because the other guys are so good. I mean, you got Curtis Samuel. He's been he's had they've they've gotten to him twenty times over yeah. the past. Two, he's got twenty receptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry McLaurin ten receptions. But um, if, but if they're focusing on those guys, Sims should be open. Is what is what I'm getting to. He should, if he's the forgotten entity in that offense, he should be the one that's able to wiggle free if they're focusing on McLaurin, Dotson, Samuels. But he has nothing. In he's not on the field. Yeah, he's not even on the field. No, yeah, I, don't know, the I, don't, field. I don't know if he's injured or what, but he hasn't shown up on an injury report. They like Jahan Dotson. Those are the three receivers they use. Yeah, Dotson's a real deep threat. Like he, oh, yeah. he's he's oh, yeah. really good at tracking deep balls. He can man. go up and get it too. Yep. Yeah, so he when you got it. eleven personnel in. They're going to go with Samuels, Dotson, and McLaurin. Yep. Man. I don't see how Sam fits in there. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, look, they're also you know last week they got down twenty-two to nothing in yep. that game. Detroit. Uh, yep. To Detroit. So you know, jump on them early. I mean, here's the thing: you get on them early at their place with a bunch of Eagles fans there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, it's always the formula in the NFL is if you can start fast, but you really want to start fast in this one. Yeah. Put this game away at halftime, make them play catch up because I don't think they can play catch up against this Eagles defense. You know, uh, the Eagles defense, the way it played Monday night, if they showed up now coming off that short week, I'm interested in seeing how well they play coming up. Cause you know, people say, well, it's, it's six day. that, that extra day to get ready, Barrett, you tell me that that extra day to get ready, just if nothing else, a walkthrough to rest your body, an extra day to heal up is big, it's especially huge. when you're going into a divisional game. Right. It's huge, but can also be uh, um, it can also be a negative because guys want to, you know, they're going to the Eagles. They know how to go into a, you know, a game like this. You know, they have veteran players that will get those guys going. Right. You got you got Washington, Washington. They're just such a bad team. They just don't have. The personnel that it, you can give them all the rest in the world, they just right. don't have enough. Right. But it, because it's a um, because it's a, 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 um, a divisional game, they're going to get their best. And once again, the, the Eagles are going to have to weather the storm and see if they can, you know, you right. know, withstand that first initial surge. But as soon as they get up on them, it's going to be like, um, all right, uh, here we go again. You know, here we go again. Yeah. Here we go again. And, yeah. and that's when that's when it's going to be great for the Eagles to go out there and play. That, but I, the one thing I would, and I, I give Nick Sirianni credit because he went on sort of the offensive with this, pointing out how, you know, they didn't play a complete game and all that. I thought it was smart psychologically, but they got a lot of praise coming off that game, you know, mm-hmm. and, and a lot, you know, guys winning player of the week and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I just hope there's not a little bit of a sniffing themselves issue, you know, going into this one. I always worry about that a little bit because nationally, man, it was an outpouring for Hertz, for Slay, yes. for a lot right. of other guys. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I just I hope they're same, the same intensity level this week uh, against what would appear to be a lesser opponent, lesser opponent in in the Redskins or the Commanders. Sorry. I. I you don't worry about that. It no, because I mean, I don't think they have a lag. There, there will be no lag in in their performance. I, you know, usually you come off winning a big game, what we thought was a big game against against uh, the the Vikings, 
I, I kept telling y'all, this is this is still the Vikings. This is still a team that right. you know they should beat. Okay, they beat up on Green Bay. You know, they caught Green Bay at the right time. I still didn't think that that, that Vikings team was going to be um, or have the horses to, to you know, to, to withstand the Eagles' offense. Defensively, I was worried because they have one guy that can light it up. But, you know, the way they played, man, it just reaffirmed, you know, what I thought about in the secondary. The secondary can cover anybody. But, I mean, I, I was trying to think of a, of a secondary that's better than the Eagles secondary. I, I even went so far as look at I look at San Diego. San Diego has a pretty good – they got J.C. Jackson. Uh, they got Asante Samuels Jr. Um, they got another kid. But, you know, they just Derwin don't James. have – Well, Derwin James is safety. No, I'm saying I, they're secondary, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the best corners in the league, we have the three best corner tandems in the league right now. You three think so? Best. Oh, I know so. I'm better than better was. than Zaire Alexander, Eric Stokes, and Rasul Douglas? Yes. You think Eric, Zaire Alexander is the highest paid cornerback in the game today? Just because you're the highest he's all pro. Than, wait, wait, wait. So but you, he's made so you say, he's you all say pro. He's better, so you say he's better than Slay right now? No, I'm saying he's not. as good. I'm not going to say Slay's better than him. Are you can't say Slay's better. Slay has played better the last two years. Slay has played better than him the last two years. No, guaranteed. No, no. Go, okay, okay. You're a guy. You're a guy who likes to look at pro football focus exactly. a lot, right? Okay. No, now, no, no. I look. Go back I, to I, I look at go, pro football. Okay, go I'm back to pro. Fo- go look at the completion percentages against Zaire Alexander. Go look at, and then I'm not saying I'm not saying he's better than Slay. I'm not saying that, but I'm not saying he's he's worse than Slay or a uh, second than Slay. Compared to the way he's played, there's a reason right now he's elevated to the highest paid corner in the game, and that's not and that's not the only one. There's a few other teams out there. I like I, I like uh, the Chargers secondary. They're a very good secondary when they're healthy. Now J.C. Jackson was hasn't been healthy yet, okay. But the, the the Eagles are right there. There's when you talk about the best cornerback tandems in the NFL right there. The Eagles, there's there's three or four teams that you can put it at number one, and we can argue the points all day about what you like. It's absolutely. Like, absolutely, that's all Jerry. I'm saying. I'm not. I know I'm absolutely, not, but I say yeah. that, but I'll say it again, and I and 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 I'll and I'll back it too. The Eagles have the best cornerback trio in the league. The best cornerback trio in the league, no question. It. And and you put Slay Slay. You can put Slay with anybody else in the league. Statistically, he's one of the better players in the league. Also. I said that. I but agree I with said, you. But, but I said the best, the Eagles have the best trio. I didn't say I, I duo. I said there. trio. Tell me, tell me who's a better, um, has a better trio. I just told you, I said there's at least three to, uh, Chargers, Green Bay. There's, there's at least in, in Miami. I can put, I can put Miami in there also. Player for player. Go yeah. let, let, let's, let's go. Let's look. We, we I'm, know. I'm, but, I'll show you, but I can tell you. Let's go. Let's go to it. Let's go to it. I'm right just now. saying, if we if we use a ref, we always and not when I say we, I mean we in the media. Absolutely. We always absolutely. use we always use pro football focus as because they breaks down stuff so detailed. You sit yeah. there going, wow. Yeah. Sometimes okay, you wonder like, what is this? Like, this is wow. our first. This yeah. is our. This is our. We only have two games. We only have two games to judge exactly. it on. No, no. That's two what I'm saying. Let's let's have this conversation again. Let's say week ten, week eleven. We're talk- we're talking about right now, though. I'm saying right now, who has the best numbers as far as trio of guys in the league? The You're going to base it on two game performance, okay? I say the Eagles. I say the Eagles right now. But yeah, it, I, I think that's the big, what I said. Look, what's that, what's that, guys? <laughs> let's let's discuss it again yeah. in week ten, week ten, week eleven. Let's I, let's see it unfold 
about eight games from now. I think the question we had uh, going into it, uh, going into the season, Derek, was, um, you know, which Bradbury were we getting? Right? Were we getting the Bradbury who struggled last year, but but so did everybody with the Giants, or the guy who was phenomenal uh, in Carolina who signed that big deal to go to New York? Right? So far, so good um, when it comes to Bradbury. Mm-hmm. We knew Slay could play, and I think oh, you know yeah. Maddox has established himself as as one of the better slot corners Absolutely. as well. So that that. And you're right. I mean, we're two in. We need to see this thing over the longer. It's going to be a test this week. These dudes can can go, and, and, and you know those those receivers can go for Washington. If if Jonathan Gannon attacks Carson Wentz, it's not going to be much of a test because Wentz is going to serve up some interceptions. Yeah, he will. I mean, you, that, that much right you know because yeah. there will be a hero ball element played. With oh, him. no question about. He can't it. help himself. Anymore. You know, he has been very low keyed about. You know, it's a, it's a big game, but it's another. He said exactly what I expected him to say. But inside, the competitive juices are turning. Now, he came out and said, you know, I could have been a better teammate in Philadelphia. Um, it's a, it's another game on the schedule. It's a game we need to win. It's a division game. He didn't put any emphasis on, I want my he – wasn't, he wasn't stupid enough like Jalen Rager talking about no. revenge game and stuff like that. No, he, he hasn't done any of that no. to his credit. Yeah. But you know he's, he's turning inside. He wants it's, – it's, oh, it's human nature. It's, he wants to show that Philadelphia made a mistake in letting him go. Whether he forced his way out of here or the Eagles organization, like the Colts organization said, was sick of this act. Yep. Now, it took the Eagles a little bit longer to realize they were sick of this act compared to the Colts. It did. But Hurts wants to prove, number one, I am a quality quarter, starting quarterback in the National Football League. Right. Number two, I want to get back into Philadelphia Eagles because we don't know all the behind intricacies of what happened no. between him and Doug Peterson, Howie Roseman, yep. because – that's a big mistake to eat. When you paid that, you gave that man a big contract, number one. Everybody on the planet thought Wentz was going to be your starting quarterback for the next 10, 15 years. And then all of a sudden, when stuff started leaking out, uh-oh, there's tension behind closed doors between Wentz and, and Doug Peterson. Wentz is ignoring play calling and calling his own plays. We all thought Doug Peterson would leave this team before Wentz left. Yeah. No, Wentz left before Doug Peterson left. Well, think about this guy. I thought Just, Wentz, Wentz left first, didn't he? That's what I said. I mean, I, I, mean, uh, I think, I mean, I thought Coach left first. Was it? Did he leave first? Coach left first because then we thought, all right, that's the reason why they're bringing in. Yeah. Um, okay. They're bringing okay. in um, Sirianni because okay. that's that's um that's that's you know that's uh what's his name's boy, so he was going to be able to get Wentz okay. back into favor. But like still, though, didn't work out. You're right. You know. It, I, remember, I don't know. During that time, I remember sitting back and saying, "There's no way on God's green earth that the Eagles will leave 34 million dollars of dead cap no. space. There's no way they'll do it. There's no way that they will do that. It just will not happen. And what happens? They had a 34 million dollar cap hit, the first ever, the most ever by a team." To have a cap hit, and they were fine with it. And what did they tell? What does that tell you? They couldn't wait to get rid of him. I couldn't believe the organization. Was, I mean, and me and you, we hear stuff all the time because you know we talk to the right. players all the time. Right. right. And I can remember we we were still working together at the old shop, and we sat back and forth talking back and forth across. Was like, man, it ain't always it ain't it ain't all green in in, in Carson land. No. You know what I'm saying? It's no. all about say, yeah, I heard this. And we would bounce stories back and forth with each other yeah. about what players were saying. And then it got to the point like, well, hold on now. Did you say something? No, I didn't say something. 
because some got leaked out. I said, I didn't say it. You must have said it. And you were like, no, I didn't say it. Not me. Well, who said it then? Yeah. And it just started you, leaking out like that. Like we, you, we heard about this stuff probably eight months in advance. You know who was leaking it? The players who didn't want to play with them. Yep. <laughs> That's who was leaking it. If you really think about it, they gave up a haul to get up and get him. Okay. Yes. Then af- even after he was injured multiple times, they still thought so much of him that they gave him the gigantic extension. Then Bro, not that, that long after that, they were willing to take that cap hit that Barrett talked about. And then a year later, the Colts are willing to move him and destroy any trade value where the owner and the GM are both publicly, you know, basically saying, we got to get this guy out of here. That's not a coincidence. Like that's no. bad. <laughs> that is bad. I we're, mean, we're talking about money though. We're talking about a lot of money. That a the, lot both the of Colts money. Yeah. and the Eagles just sacrificed. Yes. There's, there, there, there has to be there. There's no way somebody can tell me anything other than than this is he's deep. A, just a bad he's just it's a bad deep. teammate. I'll tell you what else was interesting because I think Jalen Hurts handles himself almost flawlessly. Okay, I mean right. in, in so many ways. So he's asked yesterday about Carson. He said, "Look, respect him. Uh, you know, doing his thing and, and and wish him all the best." Like he gave you the, the sort of like you know pat answer, smart, whatever. But then there were, I think there was a follow-up. Hey, do you guys still communicate? And he's like, ah, I'm, I'm focused on the now. In other words, <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't, right? And and that, to me, was kind of an interesting little insight right there. And right. He, and and Jalen didn't harp on it. He just kind of moved after he said it and smartly. But that was like, hmm, okay. I don't think this guy – he had a little core group of – like Ertz and a few others that, that he was really – Oh, remember, with. Ertz got off the um, – he got off the uh, the bandwagon also. because Oh, yeah, that's right. He didn't go to his defense to get a, a contract for his boy. How do you not go for your boy? Yeah. All he had to do was go say, hey, I really need Hertz here. This is my best friend. I need Hertz here. You see what – I mean, uh, I, I, I need uh, Wentz. I need Wentz here. Yeah. No, no, Wentz said – he could have came and said, I want Ertz here. Oh, right, right, right. You know, Wentz could have been like, "Look, he's he's my number one target. I had over 1,100 yards with him. Uh, he, he's the he's the best receiver I got slash tight end I got. You know, we need to keep him here." And he did not go to his defense. He did yeah. not go to the office and say, "Hey, I want my guy." How yeah, damning and, and, is that? Well, you know what's funny? Like we always want it to be this like fireworks thing where, uh, you know, the guy's having off the field issues or he's you know publicly complaining. It doesn't always. It's usually the behind the scenes stuff that that is can cut even deeper sometimes. Yes, and I think that you know he was he was a guy Carson was who uh, I think splintered a locker room in some ways. No, that's exactly what it was. He did splinter a locker room, and and like I said, just like 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 Derek, Derek is faith based. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know most of the decisions he make, it's you true. know, it comes from you know his it's beliefs. True. You know, in God, and you know, and how He makes the decisions. Yep. That is true, but He still doesn't. He still doesn't put himself in a position that he can't talk to everybody or relate yeah. to everybody or be mm-hmm. around. It was to the point with Carson that he wouldn't. He refused to, and I kept telling people, "Look, it has nothing to do with faith, because faith, you know, when we you believe in your God. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus, and 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 it's it says in the Bible." I don't need you to be around people that already have a faith. I want you to be around people that don't have it to bring them into my faith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he wouldn't even do that. He would not even communicate with, you know, 
teammates. The relationship was, there was no relationship. You know, you listen to rap music. Oh, hey, I can't be with you. Right. You're not a hundred man. Oh, you're not a hundred. I can't be with you. You can't be that way. Yeah. And it was also, and even beyond the players, it became an issue where he was a know-it-all and, you know, he had all the answers. Exactly. And he wasn't listening to, to, the, the, the Doug, yeah, Gro, yeah. whoever whoever was in place at that point, he wasn't listening to those guys, and that was wow. that's a downfall, man. Ultimately, that's your downfall, you know, that's for sure. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's do this. Let's get a quickie here, uh, and we will continue with the Eagles discussion a little later. We will talk some uh, some Phillies who had an unbelievable comeback. Uh, we got to get to our rankings too, guys. We will do our NFC power rankings as well when we get back a little later. We'll do our quarterbacks. Uh, rankings in the NFC, uh, and we will uh, we will talk to JP Finlay from uh, from the Washington D.C. area. Derek talked to him a little bit earlier, so we'll get his insights on uh, on what's going on with Washington and this matchup with the Birds. So Xander, we'll do uh, we'll do Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group coming up here. We'll come right back. We'll continue with your reaction, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, knowing who to trust with your finances means everything. You know that. You work way too hard for your money to not have security, to not be able to set your family up, yourself up a little bit later in life, or just let that stuff earn for you. I found the right person in Jim Murray, and I suggest you try him as well. He's done an unbelievable job with me, with my IRAs, 401k rollovers, you name it. And for you, it could be retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review. If you have a small business trying to set up employee benefits, he can help with all those kind of things. Give him a call today at 610-996-4751. That's 610-996-4751. You can also reach out online at murray.jim at principal.com. That's murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot jim at principal.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go Bird! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go Birds.
Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett and Rob. All right, so let's uh let's get to our NFC power rankings, guys. We did the AFC yesterday, and much like the bottom half of the 10 from yesterday, the bottom of this group is dicey as well. Uh, let's be real about it. And I'll tell you, I don't even know how good I feel about my top group either when it comes to the NFC is weird, man. It is a weird year so far with the NFC. Um, I'll I kick it off. Yeah. I'll kick it off. You tell me, tell me how off I am with this. All right. Well, all right, guys. I mean, once again, yeah. we have so many teams on the same line. Well, I do it. I have so many teams on the same line of this interchangeable, man. But yeah, go ahead. The difference is there were so many good teams in the AFC was hard to construct a list. There's so many mediocre teams in the NFC made it even harder to construct well a said. list. <laughs> right. Very well said. All right. Uh, Giants are number ten for me. I did not think I'd have the Giants mm. in, this, in this list, but I do. Uh, the Giants are number 10 for me. I have the Cardinals at number nine. Mm. I have the Saints at number eight. I have Washington at seven. I have Minnesota at six. I have 49ers five. I have Eagles four, Packers three, Rams two, Bucks one. I don't, I don't. I don't. against it. Uh, Giants 10, Cardinals nine, Saints eight, Washington seven. Vikings six, Niners five, Eagles four, Packers three, Rams two, Bucks one. Now, here's my trouble, my 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 problem with the top grouping. I, even though the Bucks are two and zero, oh, I and their defense is insane. I, their offense is is having all kinds of issues. And Brady, you know, Brady's taking Wednesdays off now too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and Giselle, that's the Giselle rule, I guess. Uh, I don't love what I saw week one from the Rams. Uh, I think the Packers are not quite there yet. So I have the Eagles at four. So anyway, that's my group. Um, uh, who wants to, who wants to grab up uh, next year? I'll go. I'll go. All right. Uh, I have the uh, Saints at 10. Okay. Uh, that team has too much talent in spite of Jameis Winston uh, to not have a good year. I have yep. Minnesota at number nine. I have Detroit at eight. Dallas at seven. With Cooper Rush, Arizona at six, Green Bay at five, Rams four, San Francisco three, Eagles two, Tampa Bay one. Hmm. Give me your give me your the last five again. The last the bottom five or the top five? Top five, sorry. Top five. Top five are Green Bay, Rams, San Francisco, Eagles, Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah. You Tampa Bay a lot lower than I thought you would, but okay. 
No, Tampa Bay I have is number one. Oh, Tampa's one. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tampa's okay. number one. And, and Tampa's only averaging 17 points a game right now, which is – and Tom Brady only has two touchdowns and one interception, uh, which yeah. is real low, but they've got to find their way. But their defense is, 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 is carrying that team right now. Tampa Bay's defense to me is still the best overall defense in the NFC. I don't not even the, know – oh, Sorry, go ahead. Not, not all of football, but the NFC, Tampa Bay's defense is still there. Yeah, to your point, Derek, I mean, their numbers uh, defensively are out of this world. Like, I don't even know if it's getting enough attention. I think every, there's so much um, so much of a distraction with Brady um, yeah. Yeah. That, that maybe we're not talking. They're allowing six, six and a half points per game. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and defense, when your offense is only averaging 17 points a game and your defense is holding an opponent in, in the NFL, in today's NFL, under 10 points a game, you got to give credit where credit is due. The defense is holding that team together right now. The offense is falling apart. Yeah. You know, the offensive line is a mess. Now Mike Evans is suspended a game. Yeah. Uh, Godwin is injured. We don't know how effective he's going to be. Heck, they signed um, Cole Beasley off the street, and Cole Beasley said he pleaded with Brady to sign him. Yeah. Get him there. And Brady said, you know what? We need some help. And Cole Beasley is, hasn't been in a camp. Hasn't been, I'll tell you what, though. Cole Beasley is still a dangerous slot receiver. Yeah, he'll he'll be effective there. He'll be Great. effective there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's, there's just nothing's clear cut in the NFC. Barry, go no. ahead. Let, let's get yours. Uh, I, I keep trying to. I'm trying my best to put the the Lions in there, but I mean, Lions and Giants. The Giants are two and zero. That's why I can't put it. I can't put the Lions ahead of them. So then I go Cardinals, Saints. Vikings, Cowboys, 49ers, and peep this four, I got the Rams. Mm-hmm. I put Eagles, number three. Mm-hmm. Pick Packers, number two, even though they've lost one. Then I go Bucks, number one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had I had trouble with the Cowboys, like, in general, because, I, I you know, I Cooper Rush played well, but I don't know what this looks like, it, you know, if he's got to carry them for four or five more weeks. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think they're a better team with Cooper Rush than Dak, and I never bro, thought I would say that. Bro, you you said that to me. Yeah, and then I keep watching film, yeah. and I'm breaking down what he's doing. He's yeah. running the offense. Thank you, thank you. Period. Yeah. He's just running yeah. the offense. And look at his throws compared to Dak's throws. Yes, he's nothing spectacular. No, he's no. Running. If you're open, he's going to hit the wide open receiver. And he and speaking of wide open receiver, he's gonna get that kid Noah Brown paid because yes. him and Noah Brown spent a lot of time together at training camp the because they were the second yeah. on the practice squad because they were the number two offense. So he knows Noah Brown inside and out. If if I'm CD Lamb, like hold up, hold up, I am the name in this receiving court. You better find a way to get me the ball. Yeah. But you know what? And now they're talking about Michael Gallup is gonna play Monday against the Giants. Yeah, that's that, right. That's right. He may come back. in Wink Martindale, who's the Giants defensive coordinator. That's who yeah. the Cowboys play next. They're at yep. New York on Monday night. They said, yeah, when you see Cooper Rush, what do you see? He said, I'll tell you what I see. I see a guy who should be a starter in this league. Thank you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Yes. So, you know, I think we all sort of went, oh, Dax, forget the Cowboys. Mm, maybe not. I would just, I think we got to watch this play out a little bit here before we start that, going. Well, guess what? Been, the, he outplayed, he outplayed yeah. Dak. Yes. Yeah. 
Now, just think about this. Let's say Dak, you know, they, they, Jerry Jones needs to shut up, first of all. Oh. Jerry Jones is talking about there's a possibility Dak will come back in four weeks. Why would you rush him back? Because if he hits that hand again, he's going to be out another four to five weeks or may lose the season. Mm-hmm. Let that kid sit six to eight weeks, let that thing heal. You know, Dallas understands they've got a built-in excuse now. Our multi-million dollar quarterback is out. Hey, we get what we get. We think we can hold it down. Dallas's defense has been playing, playing pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't want to give credit to Dallas' defense. Their defense has played pretty good ball. Okay, yeah. now you got this kid no, who's whoa, just whoa, like, whoa, I'm just good. happy to be there. No, you you got you got that man playing in there, Michael yeah. Parsons. That Ooh. man is yes, yes. <laughs> that man's got four sacks in two games. He's hey, Bear. Remember we were joking and and, and, and on our shows during training camp when he came out and said, "I'm going to get 15, 15 sacks." We said, sacks. "You know what?" They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna spy on him. He's the number one guy you spy on their defense. They still cannot stop this young man. He doesn't get know. hurt. He's getting fifteen and then some. Exactly. If he averages two a game, that's not un, that's unheard of. He ain't getting thirty four sacks. Bro, he's gonna have an off game. And but. he does not look like he doesn't look like this. Just it's not like he looks like Adonis. Like he's a, a like a Greek guy. He just he looks like a dude out there. Yes. He just yes. looks like a dude, but you just yes. can't stop. You him. can't stop this dude, man. Yeah. You cannot stop him. He's got. Uh, he is one of the most disruptive forces in the NFL right now, hands down. Yeah, There's no I mean, question about. It. He is. Yeah, he is amazing. That, that's for sure. So that that's gonna that's gonna be interesting the way that all shakes out. All right. So um, Eagles, as we mentioned, are six and a half point favorites in this game. The over under is forty seven. The Eagles are two and zero. Redskins are. Oh God, I gotta stop doing that. The Commanders are one and one. So the Eagles offensively, guys, thirty one points per game. That's tied for fifth. They're uh, they're rushing the ball uh, the second most at uh, 87 and a half, and they're throwing it to 281. That's seventh. Defensively, it's it, I think some of this is a reflection of giving up a 35 spot week one. They mm-hmm. uh, they're averaging 21 points per game uh, allowed. That's 14th. 121 and a half on the ground. That's 20th. And 203 yards in the air. That's 12th. So the numbers are they're okay. You know, they're, they're, they're okay defensively. They're very good offensively. I, I think that's going to start skewing more towards the good here. I think the Detroit game, there were some adjustments made, some things fixed that we saw on Monday against Minnesota that I think carry over. Yeah. I do. If that defense uh, that showed up Monday night against the Vikings plays against Washington, this game might be over by halftime, plain and simple. Yeah. You know, and the key is getting pressure on, on uh, Carson Wentz. I'm still not satisfied with the Eagles front, defensive front. Uh, as of right now, in terms of what they should be, I need this needs to be the get off game for Hassan Reddick. This has to be a get off game. We, we, we've been waiting. Okay, two games is enough. I want to see Hassan Reddick show why he was brought here. You know, matter of fact, he's been a non factor the first two games. Yeah. When you think about it, it's yeah. troubling. Oh, too, totally. Hey, I'm troubling. with you. It is troubling, Barrett. I, I don't, I worry that they don't know how to use him. Yeah. That was my biggest concern in training yeah. camp. Same. See, that was my biggest concern. And when you guys when, kept saying that, but I was like, no, they know how to. I'm, I'm still saying no. He he went in there and talked to the coach. The coach said he knows where to put him. I'm like, no, there's no way they don't know how to play this kid. Yeah. They have mm-hmm. they have four years of film to watch when he was in his best predicament. Then I thought about it, and I did my research. Bro, do y'all realize he had six sacks in one game one year? Uh-huh. I know. It's a uh-huh. little, it's a little Josh Sweat ish, where yes. he racks them up in, in in a game, and then all of a sudden you don't see him for four or five. Yes, it, it is. It's a little worrisome. I'm not gonna lie. 
Like I'm I a don't, little bit concerned here. I don't like seeing him in one position all the time. Why are you not moving him up and down the line? Number one, number two, it really started to hit home. The, the the red light, the green light came on when we had Cilio on and said, "Why do you think this is his third game?" I cannot get those words out of my ears. Why do you think this is his third team in three years? He is a pure pass rusher. He cannot cover and he cannot defend against the run. What do we talk about? The one thing about Reddick after the Vikings game, he should not be dropping back in coverage. Well, he was getting cooked. That's why. That's well, my but, point. But, but that's you. Everything you said. There's not a lie being told. Okay, but this is where if you're going to pay this guy that much money, you better have the right plan because you can live with all these other shortcomings if he's yes. getting you 12 sacks. Yes. But so far, not so good. I mean, at all. It, that's the thing. If you you look at it defensively, the the biggest concern right now, I I would say, is Reddick's lack of productivity would definitely stand out to me. And, and and just generally, I want the defensive line, and they were more effective definitely against Cousins. Mm-hmm. But I want them to get home, man, and finish. Yeah. And get more sacks. And part yes. of that is Reddick, yes. for sure. That's it's tough, man. I mean, to me, I look at I look at that defense, and they're playing in spite of having having uh Reddick be their guy. You know, they're they're playing those other three guys put some heat on the quarterback last week. Mm-hmm. The other three guys. I mean, towards the end, he started playing the defense and, and making plays, stopping guys on the run and the screen, doing those little things. But I still didn't see why they we brought him in here, and that's to go out and get sacks. I didn't see that. I saw Josh Sweat. He started – he picked his game up in the first half. Um, I saw Fletch, Hargrave pressing the pocket, along with Big Dave – excuse me, Davis yep. pressing the pocket. BG got a little pressure. Those guys made something happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see him necessarily going out there and making it happen, man. You signed Reddick to a three-year, $45 million contract, $30 Ooh, million guaranteed. <clears throat> million guaranteed. Contract value is $49.5 million. I need to see at least $30 million guaranteed worth of effort. <laughs> yes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I want to see $30 million guaranteed worth of effort. And I'm not saying it's all on Reddick, and it goes back to what we initially we were talking about here a few moments ago. Does Gannon know how to use him? Right. And you look at the better – you think Khalil Mack – I've never seen Khalil Mack stay on one side of the field the whole game. No. I've well, never seen Michael Parsons on. stay on one side. Hold on now. Hold on now. Both of those guys? Yeah, he's not those guys. You can, okay, you can, but, you can put them over there, and they'll be just fine. If you, if you just I kept them in it. one place – they yes. ball out, but I'm saying they don't do they don't no, do that you, with those kind of players. Yeah. yeah, you, you got if he's not okay. You've had two games, two sample games now. He's not getting it done from one side exclusively. Yeah, you got to move him. He's got to find a hole in a picket fence. Yeah, your coordinator yeah. needs to identify. You spent a whole week studying the weaknesses of the offensive line that your defense is going to be attacking. Ooh. You should have been able to identify already what's the weak link in the offensive line. Ooh. What's the broken? What's the broken spoke in in the wheel? You can't have you. You got to move this dude. The, man. the one, the one positive. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a positive. The, the one thing I will say is, from week one to week two, I thought Gannon adjusted well, and you got more out of your players generally. Right? <laughs> Would you guys agree with that? I agree. <laughs> okay, so I think going into three, I'm going to have a little bit of patience and say he's it's a work in progress, and he can figure this thing out. I okay. I, yeah, I hope so. Hope so sooner than later. What's the matter? What are you laughing at, man? John Dickerson. Gannon to Reddick is like Rob Ellis to a Traeger. <laughs> <laughs> Get him off you, man. Get him off you. Can't disagree. Can't disagree. Hey, my but goodness. You're right, man. Uh, so, so, yeah. 
It's, it's he's got to figure out a way. No, you know what? Damn, I'm not. I'm not talking. About, I'm not saying that anymore. No, Reddit, go out there and run. Yeah, some of that is on Reddit to show. Yes, up. Yeah, go up yes. there and make. I think that's why I was saying. You don't. You don't have to put uh, uh, Mac on 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 um, anywhere. You can just line him up wherever you want to. Line him up at the end, and he'll he'll go get it. He'll bring pressure. Parson, you do the same thing with him. Line him up over there. Let him go, and they'll go create pressure. He's got to be the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear all this. We need to find a way to put him there and 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 and, and disguise this. No, no, you are a pass rusher. Okay. You said Rest you just said you just said you don't put him in a category category of a Khalil Mack or or a Micah Parsons, correct? Nope. Nope. But exactly. you put him but you put him in a high enough category to make him one of the premier Pay him, paid, yes. paid rushers in the game, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you better find a way to get that man. You better you better get your money's worth out of that man. I told you, you gotta make him just go do it, man. You, what I'm saying. So you're saying he don't have that juice to go do it? No, I'm no, I'm just I'm just saying. Two games and it and it hasn't worked from just a stationary position. Now I agree with you when you when you've had twenty three and a half sacks in two years, that tells me that you have a skill set that's valuable, which the Eagles identified to bring him home and to pay him. Okay, but you've got to find a way to justify paying him, and if it's not working from this one position, dance that man up and down the line, find a. Find a spot to make him shine because it hasn't happened right now. And I'm uh, giving him the benefit of the doubt. The first game was rust. It didn't play much. Okay. Second game, the whole defense played a lot better. But what did we, what is the one thing we talked about? Where was Reddick in all this? Yes. Where, where, where was he? Yeah. Okay. So now you have an offensive line that is the weak link of this Washington offense. You should tear this offensive line up. This defense should have a minimum five quarterback sacks against Parsons. Win a minimum. That's being generous. Mm-hmm. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, I didn't know Parsons was that big. He's six three two forty five. Yeah, yeah, he's a he, big he, boy. Yeah, he's huge. And he yeah, ran no. like what a four four forty. Yeah, and, and Mac is the same size. Khalil Mac is the same size. But they look like they're they look just different, don't they? Man? <laughs> yeah, Khalil they Mac look like you know who he, Khalil Mac looks like. What's that? Your boy James Harrison. He yeah, looked like one of them. Like a Just taller a James Harris. Yeah, Parsons, yes. Parsons is an optical illusion, man. Right, like, right. He carries yeah, yeah. it. He carries yeah. it like he's almost like a linebacker or a gigantic safety. But he's you know, yeah, he carries it in his legs though, his legs and yeah. his butt. You know, that's where he carries. Yeah, you his know what? The, I like what Rob said. Optical illusion. I hope he disappears against the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, <laughs> offensive linemen can't find him. That's they the problem. <laughs> that dude's like they, Houdini, man. Linemen yeah, are like in the desert. They're seeing yeah. mirages. Oh, there he is. I'm going to block him over here, and he runs right past him. Oh, them. my goodness, the man. The guy's unbelievable. I know. He is. I mean, it's it's one of those deals. Like, if Devontae Smith wasn't really good, yeah. That'd be one you'd be looking and now I, I think you'd still if we could redraft, you'd want Micah Parsons. Not no disrespect to Devontae. Right. But you know, isn't that kind of <laughs> one you look back now and you say, Eesh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh what could have would have what could have yeah. should have. I know. It's a, t- I it's know, a tough man. game to play. The coulda woulda should have. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. No, I mean, it wasn't no I mean, I I love the fact that we needed a receiver. They went out and got, you know, the slim reaper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But we've been screaming for years. We need a linebacker, man. We need another screaming trotter in that. Years. We need another trotter back there, man. Yeah. Man, trot, man. You guys don't understand playing against trot or or practicing against trot. Trot would literally pick one guy like his rookie year, his freshman year. 
No, you guys don't look at you gotta understand Trot's like 260. He's yeah, not he's a missile, he's just 265. He was, he's only like six one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. talking about his, his, his all his power is in his butt and his thighs, his yeah. quads, dog. That's where all his power is. And he likes to just run straight in his head. He's all downhill. All downhill. So he would pick one of us in practice every day. All right, B. Brooks, it's your turn today. Man, I'm talking about a headache after practice messing with him. <laughs> he'd go to somebody else the next day. He'd go to he'll go to uh uh Guy McIntyre. All right, Guy Mac, I know you old, but I gotta get it to you today. Coming down here, pow. It wouldn't matter if it was run play. He's just gonna run full street. Pow. We'll see next play, Joe Payne on shoot next. You're like, oh man, come on. I was I was last week, man. <laughs> but see, Barry, your 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 mistake was you should have sidled up to Trot and you should have said, Look, look, Trot, let me talk to you. Look, man, I got a couple thousand dollars. I'm stashing away. And uh Trot wasn't trying to hear that, man. Trot was Trot was mad. He was pissed off. You know what I'm saying? He he was still sad, you know, because his pops had just passed away. So he was right, like, man, right. right. I don't know the system. So he says, I don't know the system. And he was coming from a low, like a, a level that Carson once played at, too. Exactly. He yeah. was trying Stephen to run F, Stephen F. Austin, I believe it was. Yeah. Through you. Yeah. Stephen F. Austin. He was running run straight through you every single play, man. One time we were, we were, we were playing, we were nine on seven. And uh, <laughs> we put a nine on seven. So we ran a zone play, and I was supposed to double team up the trot. <laughs> I knew it was my day too, so we get the double team boom. So we double team, and I'm the one supposed to get off on Trot, and Trot ran through, and I was supposed to get off on him. <laughs> Coach is pissed off. All right, run it again. I'm like, what? What you mean, run it again? <laughs> I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> he said, no, run it again. <laughs> so now he know I'm supposed to come get him. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, he came through. Wow, my legs got weak. <laughs> The only reason I fell on top of him because I'm bigger than he is. That's, that's the only reason why. He said, B, get off me, man. I said, my fault, man. I'm trying. My legs just ain't moving, dog. <laughs> he got numb. He went numb below the waist. My whole body was like, man, I had like a concussion or something, man. I was, my head was ringing, man. It took uh, Ray Rose towards running again. I'm okay. We're going to run it again. Oh You'll be God. running it again. I'm going to put some pads on you. You come on out. Yeah, here. yeah my, my hamstring hurts. I'm coming out. <laughs> my backup's going to be running it again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, man. So, oh, my he, arm. Rodney did in Caddyshack, yeah. Bro, he hit he hit Ian Beckle so hard one time, man. Beck just stayed on the ground. And it, he didn't have a concussion tonight. He just stayed on the ground. So he was like, hey, come on, man, get up. Get up. No, nah, man, ain't getting up right now. Mm. Move the drill, move the drill up, man. I, I'm I'm sitting right here for a minute, and we we literally moved the drill up. They came with Becky Art. Yes, I'm all right, but I ain't moving right now. <laughs> move hey, the drill moved up. up so we, on the field. we move we move five yards up on the drill and finish the drill. Oh my <laughs> he God. just laid there, man. He just laid there, man. He was just laying there on his back like this with his legs there like this. He just like oh. this. Said, yeah, I'm awesome. all right. Coast, coast, I'm all right. I'm all right. Just, just move the drill up. I ain't moving right now. Damn, drill up. Man. That is, that is <laughs> unbelievable. Um, so you, I, you guys, obviously, that year where he didn't do anything his rookie year, but you guys knew like once this dude gets acclimated, it, it's on. You know, with, with Trotter, you kind of knew that next year he was going to explode. No, it wasn't that next year. It was that it was that same year? He finally. No, it was that next year when he really started getting on defense. They started putting him on. Um, he started playing on special teams and running down on kickoffs and. Oh my! Can you imagine he getting a forty-five yard run, a sprint, and yeah. hitting somebody? He was putting people out left and right, hmm. left and right. Then he came back that next year, and uh, that's when he started playing the Mike linebacker. From that point on, he didn't look back. He I can remember. 
I can remember Hugh Douglas and other defensive players telling me that Trotter and Dawkins used to hurt their own teammates in practice. They, they hurt so themselves. Hard. Used to hurt themselves and I hurt their teammates. You. Defensive teammates. Yeah, defense. I'm not talking about offensive. Oh. I'm talking about they used to hurt their defensive teammates in practice. That's running crazy. into them. Yep. You know, like when they converge on a tackle, they'd hit the ball carrier so hard and, 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 and it would hit the teammates so hard, man, it'd leave, it'd leave your spine tingling. Bro, Ian said, Ian sat back, bro. It was so funny. Ian's like this. He's like, you all right, Ian? Yeah, I'm all right. Oh, come on. No, coach, I'm staying right here. Y'all move the drill up. Yeah, you guys, go, go, go on ahead without me. Right. I'm good. Yeah. He said, move the drill up. I'll be here. My God, that's awesome. All right, so uh, JP Fenlay is going to be joining us uh, right around 2.15. He'll, we'll get his insights. We'll go behind enemy lines there and find out what's going on in Washington with JP. Get his take on Wentz, of course, how good the commanders are, how legit he feels like they are how good this offense and the defense is and get his thoughts on the Eagles from the kind of outside perspective, looking in, looking forward to that. We'll do our top 10 NFC QB rankings through two weeks. We got a lot of other stuff in store. Uh, big story in the NBA, man. Ime Udoka, the Celtic coach might be done for the season. We'll tell what? you why. Yeah. I don't yeah, get that. yeah. It's a biggie. There's a that, lot to man. do here today. Got a couple on this dates as well as birthdays and all that good stuff. So Philly's coming back. They beat the uh, Jays last night in a crazy comeback game, which they desperately needed. We'll do all that and more when we return. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett, and Rob. Let's talk pro-action restoration because pro-action restoration is the place that you call if you're having any kind of water, fire, smoke, mold damage to your house, to a property you own, to a workplace, whatever the case may be. They're all called 24 hours, seven days a week to, to assist. I, look, I can tell you this from personal experience. I've had that issue and you're really not sure what to do. And you're kind of panicking because things are getting worse at the house. It was a Saturday. I called them. They got right out there. They fixed it. They diagnosed the problem, which was a huge help too. The crew was unbelievable. They cleaned the place up. It was spotless. The place, the price was reasonable. It was awesome, okay? And they are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company as well. So again, it could be water, could be fire, could be smoke, could be mold remediation. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760. Or you can reach out online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. along with Derek Gunn and Barrett Brooks. We're Sports Day. Every single day, 12 to 3 Eastern, three hours of power with the three amigos hanging out with you today. Uh, J.P. Finlay coming up a little bit after 2. Looking forward to talking with him. All right. So last night I was getting the texts from Derek uh, when the Phillies were down 3 Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Basically, when it looked like that thing was a wrap last night. Uh so the, the, the sequence is, first off, it was early, it was a pitcher's duel. Uh, Zach Wheeler pitched very well, man. Four yes, innings, two hits. He looked good. He looked sharp. I mean, he was popping. Nine, he topped out, I think, at 99, 98. He had his velocity. Very good sign, okay, first of all. That's encouraging. Um, and, and up until the eighth, the bullpen had done enough, and same with Toronto. The game is scoreless, top of the eighth. Bryson Stott has an opportunity to turn two. George Springer falls coming out of the box. It would have been a, a, a pretty easy double play. Throws it away. He's had some throwing issues lately. Um, and don't you know when that happens, you got two on at that point. Mm-hmm. Vlad Jr. comes up and <sighs> hits a missile. Okay? This thing was was out. I'm telling you like that, it was out. It was <laughs> they, they couldn't even trap. Well, they couldn't even track it on Doppler radar to get out there so fast. I, 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 unbelievable, okay. right? And, and, and Gunner, you blink your eye and Barrett, you're like, wait, what? What just happened? It's 3 nothing, just like that. The blink of an eye. So you're thinking, here we go again, man. They're their own worst enemy. They just they can't get out of their own way lately. And, and at this point, keep in mind, the Phillies have lost five straight. So go to the bottom of the eighth. And Real Muto, who has been through all of this crap with the Phillies, has been awesome. Okay, awesome. Five for five uh, the other night. Hits a solo shot. You're thinking, okay, a little bit of life chipping away here. Segura, to his credit, gets a two-out hit. 
Then Dylan Guthrie, who's a rookie they just brought up not all that long ago, he gets a hit too, which scores Segura because he was on second at that point. It's three to two. So then uh, Veerling, we'll get to in a second, gets a hit. And then Schwarber gets a really clutch RBI single. Schwarber is generally a home run or nothing. Yeah, this time yeah. he got a single, which tied it at three. And in the place, it was a pretty good crowd last night. The place went nuts, um, which then, you know, eventually brought us to the bottom of the 10th. Phillies wigged out of a couple of jams in the in the ninth and the 10th. And Veerling comes up with the bases loaded and, and chops one into, into center field, and they win. And he goes five for five on the night. But that was a game they needed so badly, and they did get it to their credit. The reason they needed it badly, Milwaukee won, shut out the Mets. If the Phillies had lost their game, Milwaukee would have been one and a half games behind them, number mm-hmm. one. You look at what's coming up in the immediate future. Phillies now have a four-game set against the Braves. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee has a four-game set against Cincinnati. Now, the good thing for the Phillies is Cincinnati has been a thorn in Milwaukee's side all season. So that's a good thing for them. But when you look at the matchup and you look at what happened in Atlanta last week, it makes me nervous. The top three, the top three hitters in his lineup makes me nervous. The pitching staff in this Phillies team makes me nervous. Um, outside Wheeler, who who you went corner to corner as well as you could go, yep. and considering how long he's been sitting out, you're right. He was popping a mid 97, 98. Mm-hmm. they couldn't have had to pick the better time for him to come back. The problem is he only pitches every fifth day. Where's Aaron Nola? You know, what are we going to get from Gibson? Yep. You know, what are we going to get from this bullpen? Sir Anthony gives up the home run, the three-run yep. shot last night. Yep. He's your closer. He's yep. supposed to be your ace on the back end. That's the bigger fear, Derek. There is no one you trust right now. Alvarado's yeah. Alvarado. pitched well. Alvarado, that's it. That's it. That's that's it. it. Yeah. What, yeah. Who, who do you rely? Who do you go? Hand? Who do you go? Who do you rely on? Uh, um, Syndergaard? I don't even yes. know if I want him pitching. Yeah. Robertson walks the leadoff guy every single time. Oh my goodness! And on top of that, the Phillies left fourteen men on base. Yeah, that's been a kill. Barrett, you're right. Syndergaard, 14. to his credit, did a nice job in relief. Yes, did a nice job in relief. I mean, okay. come on, man. I mean, it, it, when was the last time we said Syndergaard did a nice job? <laughs> It goes under the category of even a blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and then. I don't trust him. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying this. I'm saying this. This is when you're going to need to trust in the guard. He's a veteran player. Them old Wiley veterans, you know, show up when they're supposed to show up. And I think he's going to show up towards the end and in the playoffs. Barrett, do you trust in the guard right now? Barrett, (laughs) do you trust? That's a no. Okay, Barrett, when he hems and haws right like that, that means I can translate. <laughs> Mr. Brooks, I speak Barrett. Yeah, yeah, I speak Barrett. Oh, that's no. That's, you no, speak Barrett I, better I, than I do, Rob. I, I can't. I, I can't trust him now. But I'm just. I mean, you know, I've got to be a forward thinker. I got to look towards. I understand the that, and I, I think agree. this is okay. that's when he's going to really turn a corner. And you know, it's like he's. It's almost like you know, uh, 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 Rocky's brother-in-law. He's he's getting mad. He's uh-huh. getting mad. There yeah. you go. He's getting mad now. That's when he's getting mad. Well, that's what Syndergaard no. is. He's getting mad now. He's going no, into the going into the playoffs. He's getting mad. So yeah, that's when he's going to start playing, balling out. You know, you remember no, when you Rocky did was not. getting beat up? I know you did not. You know, Rocky was worried, and he said he's not getting mad. He, he, he's not getting beat. He's getting mad or whatever. See, yeah. You did not use a Rocky <laughs> reference in comparison to Syndergaard. No, you did I not. I am trying, bro. Yes, I'm trying. It, it, I, there are troubling signs. Like so, you have the pitching issues. You just very eloquently laid out. Harper's a mess right now at the plate. Okay. 
I mean, Harper last night had opportunities twice, once with the bases loaded, once with runners at the corners, and it was just weak contact kind of stuff. Uh, he's pressing. I think he. Tr- I think he, when he came back, he tried to do everything at once. Yes. And it, it's catching up to him right now. Um, I told you guys that was going to happen, though. Yeah. What, was the, what was the one inning last night? I believe it was the eighth inning, Rob, when they had um, Harper, Real Muto, and Bohm up, I believe. They all hit grounders. They didn't yeah. hit the ball out of the infield. Like soft contact kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Routine ground balls. And I'm thinking those three, Schwarber, Hoskins, Harper went one for 14 last night. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. They got very fortunate that the you know, the daycare, as they call them, the young kids came through. Veerling especially. They got very – you can't count on that every night, man. No. I will give Schwarber. Schwarber came up with a huge hit. That he tying did. the game three was big. But um, you got Veerling. The last man in the batting order goes five for five. Yes. <laughs> I know the last man in the batting order went five for five yeah. and so saved them. Now, now you're really looking at a possibly season-defining series here. Yes, yes. four against the Braves, who smoked you last week at their yep. place, um, and you know Milwaukee sniffing it. Like Barry, you, you or Derek, you brought this up. We were talking about this uh, pre-show. Milwaukee's schedule, man, is very. Favorable and very yeah. home heavy. So you, you have it, Derek. Go ahead. Uh, Milwaukee's schedule is to, 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 to Cincinnati. Four, four at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's Cincinnati. a team. They stink. They're home for two against St. Louis. Right. And their last seven games, all in Milwaukee, are against Miami and Arizona. Wow. That oh, shoot, is, shoot, Arizona smoked us when we went down there. The only tough they swept the, us. Yeah, the two St. That Louis was games Arizona. are the only tough ones. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's a cake schedule. Yeah, I'm telling well, you. Well, I mean, who, we got if we if we get through this, if we get through this, you're right. Against Barry. the Braves, if we go, you know, we split two and two. with the Braves. Yeah, yep. split with the Braves. We'll we'll stop a hole. So it, we'll stop. You got a hole Cubs. You got Cubs in Washington. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the good news, right? And I know the Cubs swept them after the All Star break, but I think this. Right. I think the Phillies right. will play better. And then Houston, I don't think it's going to be playing for anything. So you. This is it's not like the yeah. Phillies have this this brutal play. This is the hardest thing right now. And yeah, you know, the you're down to eleven games or the magic number is eleven, I'm sorry. At, at this point, you, you would really have to collapse, but we've seen collapses the last few years. So I, this is not a, for 14. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a given. Yeah, magic numbers eleven with fourteen left. It, it's not a given. Nothing's a given at this point. It's gonna be it's going to be very interesting. Now you needed to start tonight. You got Ranger Suarez who had, you know, had that run where he looked unhittable, then kind of struggled. And, you know, he's been sort of up and down. It's hard to really get a real good gauge on him, you know, right now, exactly, you know, what you're going to get. Um, so the last time he pitched, the good news is the last time he pitched against Atlanta, which was Friday, he pitched pretty well. They ended up losing seven to two. But you remember that was a two to one game. The Phillies were leading. And Sir Anthony just coughed it up. Suarez went six innings, gave up two hits and one run. He pitched very well last time out for whatever that's worth. You know, yeah. that may, may be advantage Atlanta because they just saw him, but he pitched well the last time. Well, the the Braves are starting to play like the Braves who who, who jumped up out of nowhere and won the World Series yep. uh, last year. They're getting healthy now. And you got Max Freed going tonight. Yes. Against uh, against Suarez, that's going to be a good pitching matchup. Yeah, uh, the Braves. Uh, let's face it; since June first, they have the best record in Major League Baseball, and it's not it's not a fluke. 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they know what it takes to win big games. They they made a statement last weekend against the Phillies. They made a statement. Um, now let's see if the Phillies can respond. And right. anything less anything less than a two game split is unacceptable right Agreed. now. There's yeah. no question. Totally, you agreed. know, these guys not hitting. You got to put your big boy pants on and start swinging the bat like you did through June, July, and the early part of August. This, this, uh, not just a job, but an adventure pitching staff. It better make turn it into a job again. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, this pitching staff worries me. It's big a good description. Right I, w- I wish it was wrong, but it's, uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's not, it's yeah. not what I wanted to say, but, um, it's the it's the nicest way I could say. I like it's what I good. Really feel, yeah, you know? that's. I might have to start stealing that. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, tonight, NFL. We do have a game tonight. We have the Steelers at the Browns. Browns are minus four and a half. I, I guess the let, let, we hit both teams here. So the big question from a Steelers standpoint is, you know, are there issues strictly Trubisky related, or there is there deeper stuff going on with the Steelers? They lost to the uh, to the Pats last week. And then, of course, sucks. Yeah, is that that's what that biggest issue? Yeah, that's the biggest issue. Their whole line sucks. They can't generate any, any anything right now with that offensive line. They 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 are really really bad. Okay. And uh, you know, Trubisky is trying. He's trying his best, man. But it's hard for you to go out there and really um, get anything established on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, even a running game. Najee Harris. He's getting hit before he even crossed the um, line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's only got 70, 72 yards through two games. He's averaging less than three yards per carry. And, you and that's, that's a quality player right there. No, it's, that's better than a quality player. He's a yeah. big-time player. He's a yeah. star. Yep. And, and and you know, this offensive line, you know, I'm, I'm looking at him. They just cannot move anybody. Hmm. Well, Mike Tomlin that, said they're going to open up the passing line. game. Yeah. Mike Tomlin said they're opening up the passing game. They have to. It's out of necessity. It's not because they want to. I know. But you know what you know what he wants to do. He's a defensive. He wants to run the ball. Yeah. He wants to run it. You know that. Yeah, but you know what? When you got the trio of pass catchers they have, you better put the ball in their hands and let them play let them make playmakers. You got three outstanding receivers. Yes, you do. You know, and I and I and I've I've covered I've covered this this uh this backyard grudge match for ten years. Right, man. This is like the Hatfields versus the McCoys tonight. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> it's gonna be brass knuckles, shanks, you name it, in this game well, tonight. Well, Derek, I man, you look at it, man. I, I I really think that Cleveland has the better team. Um, I defensively, agree, I, agree I think their defense is better than than. But also, I think that they're um. I really hmm. think that. Their running game is better because their offensive line is better. Their offensive line is, you know, well, one of the top offensive lines. When you league. got when you got Chubb and Kareem Hunt back there, you oh, ain't lying. You ain't lying. Yeah, and you're so, right. That offensive line. We saw we saw what happened to the Eagles in training camp against that offensive line, right? right. <laughs> okay, we, we saw what happened there, and we were shocked. And then we started looking at the numbers of the personnel. We said, wait a minute. We talk about the Eagles having such a great offensive line. But the Eagles have now seen two teams that have really good offensive lines. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cleveland yes. and Detroit that yeah. we never gave them credit for. No, yeah. you're right. Um, and I, you, you got a really angry Cleveland team after oh, yes. they went down. Oh, my goodness. But I don't know week. if I'm going to say Trubisky is worse than Kobe Brissett. There's, there's a <laughs> I don't like either. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really like either. I, say, I'm not gonna, I can't I, say that. I, you know, do I really I have to say anything about it either, man? But I'm thinking to myself, ooh, I can't ooh. say that. But I will say Pittsburgh has a better collection of receivers. Yeah. They definitely do. I mean, um, Deontay Johnson is. He, he is he, so underrated. Boy. Oh, That's a Claypool, bad and you know what? Fry, Fryer moves a good t- uh, tight end too. A yes, good pass yes, yes. Tight end. yes. And you got you got this young kid Pickens who hasn't even found his way yet. He's still right. learning. Yep. Um, but Claypool, that dude is a stud. Yeah. Um, so if they're gonna open finally up a passing game up. more, yeah, yeah, finally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they're gonna open up a passing game more. I can't wait to see this one. You know, I'm not excited about watching second tier quarterbacks in Brissett and Trubisky. But because I, I know the history so well between these two teams, I can't wait to see this, man. I guarantee this will be at least two or three pushing and shoving matches before this is over. Oh, there always is. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, the Cleveland's got that mad elf. Uh, have you seen oh, this yeah. the logo the they're using? Yeah, now? what's up with that? That's what the, the words, heck? What on, the heck man. is that? I have no idea. Hey, Sander, can former? you see if you could pull that? It, it, there's a, it, it, it's so a it's Cleveland's elf. new sort of. I don't know, mascot. We, 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 we did, we, didn't we go through that? No, we never showed people that. Well, it's it's horrible, man. And I'm sorry, you guys got to see this. Yeah, we're, we're it's a brown over. elf. Come on now, I'm an elf dressed in brown. It, it's what? the worst, man. Yeah, a brownie. They call it the brownie. Yes. Yeah. Why they call him? Why the brownie? Yeah. The it's brownie because the it's soft. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's soft. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, I don't know why. When did that start? Is that new? That was actually their like their first, um, their first. Uh, what do you call it? Oh, um, from back in the day, it's an yeah, old thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, I would have stuck with the dog pound if you asked. Me. I would too. I just give me some dog bones or something like that. Right. Yeah, man. Jeez. All right. So a couple of other things, and Derek, I, I saw this story and I thought it would uh, relate to you. Um, uh oh. The. Suspension of Mike Evans is now like an Oliver Stone conspiracy theory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there, for, for you people who don't know, John Runyon, I guess senior, is the disciplinary officer in the yeah. uh, in the NFL. Vice the president office. of rules and policy. So he hands down the suspension for Mike Evans. Coincidentally, the Bucks are playing the Packers this week. So this groundswell starts. Wow, and people are saying, son. yes, oh. are saying, but because John Daniel Runyon is the starting guard for the Packers, 
So people started saying, oh, Senior came down hard on, on Evans because he doesn't want him playing against his boy to the point where John Jr. addressed it the other day and said, come on, man. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not the way my dad is, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So. That's got to be something coming out of Tampa. It's yes. got to be. Yes. He's got to be coming out of town. But, you know, I think when we looked at it earlier in the week, we all agreed that Mike Evans should be suspended for that for coming off the bench, right? Yes. Yeah. He should be – I mean, that's a given. Yeah. It's a no-no. And then if I, you hear Bruce Arians got warned by the league about his antics on the sideline. And it was a story that said Arians egged him on to go do it? That's That was what some people are reporting, yes. Yeah, I mean, what do you, I mean, what do you want to do? If you, if you let one go, then that's, that's like telling other players – if you just suspend Mike Evans, that means I can do it too. Mm-hmm. You have to set a you have to set a precedence here. And the one thing I'll tell you about John Runyon, now John Runyon was probably could write a book on how to break rules and how to cheat in terms yes. of you know frustrating opponents. But man, he is he is no nonsense when it comes to handing down these fines and suspensions. You know, I will say that about him. He's a no nonsense kind of dude in that regard. Well, I'll give you an example, right? So do you remember when uh, when Clowney cheap shot at Wentz oh, yeah. in the playoff game and knocked him out? Yeah. A lot of people thought led with his helmet, dirty play, et cetera. Runyon didn't suspend him. He played the next mm. playoff game. Mm. I forgot I, about that one. I man, it's I don't understand how come you know both players both players got ejected. So why didn't both players get suspended? Right. Yeah, I hear you. And, and maybe that was history. just a, Maybe it was a film review, and they didn't feel like what Lattimore did was all that bad. I don't know. I, I think know. It, I think it was all based on the fact that a player came off the bench. Yeah, and there's That's a history, and, yeah. and there is history yeah. there with those two for sure. All right, we have that Mad Elf logo. Xander, can you can you pull that up for us? Uh, we'll take a look at it. So check this out, guys. The uh, we were talking about it a little bit earlier with the uh, with the Cleveland game. All right, I, I, I'll throw it up there. So that that's what it looks like. <laughs> like, what are you doing there? That's like the Keebler elf. Yeah. It's That's like the Keebler cookie elf, man. It's crazy looking, right? Come on, man. Are you serious? He all, looks like a demented. Around, yeah. All Cleveland Browns players, I mean, um, players, fans should just be like, no. How you want us to come out and 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 and, and you know support this team when you got us looking at that? What is what, that? What does that have to do with representing the Cleveland Browns football team? It's the Brownie, Cleveland Brownies. The yeah, what? I, it's Cleveland well, Brownies. A, a brownie is soft. So is that what you're saying? Uh, uh, that this team is soft? I don't know. Yeah, that's not really intimidating. Like, I'm not rolling no. up if I'm the Steelers. Like, no. ooh, ooh, I'm kind of scared now to play after I just saw this crazy <laughs> looking, man, come on, man. Crazy looking elf coming after me. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. So, I didn't look, I don't think this is in the category of a big deal, but maybe it's good that he got in front of it. Justin Fields, the uh, Bears quarterback in the heat of the moment after the game was asked about the fans reaction to them not playing well on Sunday night. And he was basically like, Hey, you know, uh, we're the ones in here working hard and, you know, went on the whole like diatribe where he sort of took some kind of veiled shots at the fans. Uh, he got in front of it and basically said, look, I was in the heat of the moment. Uh, my bad. I probably shouldn't have said it. Um, uh, and just to clarify, I do appreciate all our fans. I'm not killing the kid for this. It was a frustrating yeah. game. He threw for 70 <clears throat> yards. It, stuff happens. You know, he only it, threw 11 passes. He was frustrated because they lost to Green Bay. They had their chances yeah. to win that game. They did not. Um, you got to be politically correct because, as you know, people 
you got wolves waiting in the weeds just to jump on any and everything anybody says and twist it 20 different ways. Yep. Um, you know, you have to be a little bit more careful and selective of the words you speak. We all know this. Um, but for what he said, I'm not, you're right, Rob. I'm not going to kill the kid for that. He spoke from the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, so first of all, I didn't even want to talk to you people in the media after the game, but yeah. I had to. And he spoke out of emotion after a tough loss against a team that's been beating their butts for decades. And a right. quarterback who has openly said, I own the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and sure enough, they got spanked again. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> How did I know? You know? Why did I even bring that story up? Well, you know, the, the, here's, the, here's the best part about when uh, about when uh, Chicago plays Green Bay. Our good friend Deuces Rogers is from Chicago. Right. And he's a loyal. 6ABC. Yeah, 6ABC. He's a loyal Bears fan. And so he and I go back at it, and I said, Deuces, you know, I don't even have anything to say. I'm running. I'm running out of ways to tease you. I can't. I got nothing to say now. You know, it's so lopsided lately. I, I can't say anything. I feel wow. for you. Wow, oh, man. You yeah, thinking about that, I mean, I'm, that's why it's so hard to do this quarterback. Um, it is. You know, because because you can't count that dude out, man. You just can't count him out, man. Who's that? Rogers, man. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're playing against Rogers, and you're the young guy. Yep. On the block. Yeah. You're trying to establish yourself, trying to give your team a winning attitude. And, yeah. You got you very know, little help. Right. So, you you know, it's, it's like it or not, it's you going head to head with the quarterback. That's what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. it is. You go yeah. head to head with that quarterback and he's whooped your tail every time you've seen him. But then it's also the same guy that you've been looking, you know, looking up to your entire football life. So that's tough, man. That's really tough. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. Uh, Jim G uh, right here, Rob uh, the the elf looks like me doing the gritty. I agree, it does. Kind <laughs> of look like that. Man, let Rob live his life, man. No, it's it's you not people wrong. Leave Rob alone. He's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> let Rob live his life, man. The the uh, the other thing I liked from Kyler Murray, uh, I still am trying to figure out what exactly happened here. But after the the Cardinals came back and, and won, they were celebrating like with some Cardinal fans near the yeah. stands in Vegas. Yeah, you know, kind of going crazy. And, and I think it was just like mayhem, and some dude like kind of hit Kyler like in the face. I don't think he was trying to assault Kyler Murray by any stretch. Right. I really don't. And Kyler said afterwards, like, dude, stuff happens. It's no big deal. Right. He said, if I saw the guy again, I'd probably shake his hand and we're all good. So I'm glad he did that. Because there were, like, Vegas police going over the film of this. It, 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 it was For just, what? It was nothing. It really was nothing. Because if, if it looks like the fan deliberately – well, if it looks like the fan deliberately hit Kyler – you can kick him out of stadium for the rest of the season for that. No, yeah, I, I, yeah. if he, you know I mean? if I feel like the guy legitimately yeah. did that, yes, and he should yeah. be arrested. But th- I don't think that's what would happen. I don't, e- I don't either. Plus, there were a lot of fans on the st- on the field. I still don't understand that. Now I understand the fans that get on the field yeah. are selected, you know, like people associated with the organization, clients, families, uh, friends of the organization. I get that. Right. I am not letting people on the field after NFL games play. No. I'm not. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, I don't get it either. I, I, I thought, thought the, those days are done. You know where fans can storm the field. Uh, I didn't think that was still happening. Well, did you guys yeah. see the fan that was uh, on the field at the Temple game? No, the Temple game I did uh, this last week. I think I think the kid was autistic. He was an okay. older kid, and he was just ran out of the field and he was looking at him. And bro, he he ran on the field for like a solid two minutes. They didn't nobody chased him or anything. He was just out there what? running around by himself. He's running around and. and it just so happened the, the players are on the other side of the field and they're kind of looking back and looking and a minute and a half rolled by. I'm like, well, 
are they going to do something yeah, about this? Is anybody going to help here? Nobody, yeah. nobody ran on the field. So finally, what? they start, you know, God, the security started coming on the field. Like, hey, hey come here, come here. He's like, uh, okay. And he stood right there. He didn't try to run away or anything. To right. Yeah, came might've, over. He might have just been confused. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Held his hand and walked him off the field, man. But, you know, it, it was like for us, for a while, they just sat there and wasn't doing anything. I think, may- wow. yeah, maybe it sounds like they, uh, I don't know, maybe they handled it right. They didn't want to. Scare the kid. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hear yeah. I think I so. Hear I think so. That's what. Yeah. That's why I thought. I thought maybe he was autistic. Right. Seriously. Yep. Could be. Could be. All right. So we're gonna come back. Uh, JP Finlay's gonna join us. We're gonna do our top ten NFC QB rankings through. What a, what two a mess. Ah, they, they are a mess. What a mess. It is a mess. Um, a little later, we'll tell you about the uh, the Ime Udoka story. We'll get into a bunch of other stuff as well. Little Flyers update as they start camp as well some on this date and birthdays and whatnot do not go anywhere Derek gun barrett brooks rob ellis sports day jacob sports youtube network let's talk razor technology yes data is everywhere in business today but when it's locked away in silos it can't be efficiently used and businesses don't have time to wait for the insights that shape decision making razor technologies data management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected but provides a uniform structure for storing interpreting and distributing it to decision makers. Razor helps businesses transform and model their data, use it to populate real-time dashboards, and create shareable reports that highlight key areas of progress as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools that make data insights easily digestible help businesses of all sizes and types discover where they could be untapping significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. To learn more, contact RazorTech today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com, razor-tech.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement. But would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, 
and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Number three, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Barrett, Derek, Rob, hanging out with you. A couple minutes, we'll be joined by J.P. Finlay of NBC uh, Washington. We'll get his take on the Commanders and the Eagles in this game in D.C. One o'clock kickoff for the Birds and the Commies. All right, so uh, <laughs> NFC quarterback rankings through two weeks. This was a challenge. This was a challenge, fellas, to get through this mm. thing. You start looking at the bottom, man. It is it is interesting. Um, we did the AFC yesterday. We did the NFC. Uh, we're doing the NFC today. So who wants first crack? I don't mind going if, if you guys want to want to kind of build up here. A bit. Um, I, I'll go first. All right. Uh, first, I'm gonna go with um Matt Ryan. I don't know Matt what they Ryan. got going on NFC. there. That we're doing NFC, not AFC. I'm, I'm sorry, not Matt. Not, I'm sorry, not Matt Ryan, but um, I'm I'm, I'm thinking of um, Mariota, uh, Mar- Marcus Mariota. I'm sorry. Yep, yep. Marcus Mariota. I got the thing. Marcus Mariota. Okay. Next, I'm going Kirk Cousins because uh, you know, let me start with Marcus Mariota. Almost beat the Rams. That's yeah, I'm gonna say. he brought them back. They, yeah, they, everybody thought back. that game was over. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm gonna go Kirk Cousins, just because we spanked him. I had to put him on my list. You know, okay. We spanked him though. Next, I'm gonna go Jameis Winston. I think Jameis is gonna be all right, <laughs> even though they lost to, to to Tampa Bay. They're gonna be all right. Okay. Then I'll go Murray. Murray just because um they, that last second win. In fact, he ran 80 yards on the two point conversion. You know, was 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 a miracle. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Then I went Jared Goff. Jared Goff has that team thinking they can be a contender. Sure. Um. Yeah, him and Amon Ra have been Incredible. a great tandem. Yeah, good connection. Then I'm going to go Hurts. Hurts mm-hmm. at number four. Then Stafford. Other Rams. Brady. And then A-Rod. Mm. That's my list. Okay. Okay. Derek? Well, first of all, let me tell you who's not walking through D-Gun's top ten door. There will be no. There, Where is that door, by the way? That, right, I'm trying to say. It's, it's, oh, we walk through doors it's, now. It's, it's smaller than that trap door behind you. First of all, let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. Smaller than that trap door. Right here. Yes, and it has a flush button also. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, so a nice, here, uh, nice little addition. So, so here's who's not walking through my door. 
uh, Gino, yeah, Mariota, <laughs> yes, Daniel Jones, Justin yes. Fields, uh, Baker Mayfield, and Jameis Winston. Okay, now Jameis my, doesn't even make the top ten. Jameis right. not making it right now after watching him. Watching him get off to a, a rejoin in the 30-30 club last week with three picks and three. Now nah, I'm like, nah, James, uh, you got you to show me something, bro. Okay. okay. So my number 10 right now, believe it or not, is Cooper Rush. I wow. I Cooper Rush at number 10. Okay. Wow. Oh, yep. Based on – and the thing I, I go back to, when he played against Minnesota last year, people like, who who's Cooper Rush? Right. This right. man went out there and threw for over 300 yards and beat Minnesota in their backyard. Okay. Yep. And his second career start, he turns around and helps Dallas win a game that if if he had played that first game, I said this earlier, against Tampa Bay, I believe they would have beat Tampa Bay. Right. They would be 2-0 right now. So number nine is Goff because right now, as, Goff, as well as Goff is playing, he's got six touchdowns and only one interception. He's only completing 57% of his passes. I had to look at that twice. I'm like, what? You know, so I put him at number nine. Cousins, number eight. Wentz at number seven, Kyler Murray six, Garoppolo five, Stafford four, Hertz three, Rogers two, Brady one. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yep. You put you went Stafford, Hertz. I put Hertz in front of Stafford. Wow. Right now. Yeah. Okay. okay. I imagine. I mean, that, yeah. I I I was troubled by that. You know, I'm I, I was kind of perplexed that uh, I thought you guys would make fun of me if I did because you say I would be a homer. No. 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 No, that's, it's why, a, that's it's, what I was look, thinking. It's a combo of body of work and kind of what's what you feel like it's where what's happening now, where you feel like it's headed. All right, I go, I put Jameis at 10. Okay. I put Jimmy G at nine based off of last week. That could that could change. Goff at eight, Cousins at seven, Wentz at six, Kyler Murray at five, Stafford four, Hertz three. So I'm with you. Brady hey. two, Rogers one. Mm. Wow! See, I thought you guys were gonna make fun of me. Oh, B Brooks the homer. No, no you man. got him at number three. Oh, you being a homer, B Brooks. And look no, at we got plenty of time homer. for getting you for being a homer. Well, I also I think <laughs> no, but I think a lot of it is like, well, what do I really think this offense is gonna look like? Yeah, as, yeah. as it progresses, yeah. and I, I think yeah. I'm not telling you he's gonna play like he played Monday night, but I think this offense is damn good. Well, yeah. you know I what? Too. I mean, there's no reason why he can't play like he's um, played on Monday night because. Depending on what system you're running against them, if I mean, if you if it won't be like that if you try to blitz them. If you blitz them, you can might as well just add twenty or thirty more yards, twenty, thirty, forty more yards to his run total. Mm-hmm. You know, come hook a crook, he's gonna find a way to get it done. Yeah, and that's what I like about Hurts. He's gonna find a way to win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You rush him. I mean, you just rush him and with with your front four. It looks like he can now pick you apart after one game and say, "Oh, you know." Am I relying on him saying that one game saying he's going to be pick your part like that all the time? I'm saying he's 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 pretty good at it. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying he's been working on it. You can tell his game has gotten better. So yes, he has gotten there every year that he's been uh, in the NFL. Every year that he's played football, he's gotten better. Yeah. Well, Matt, but, what do you think the adjustments Washington makes based off of what they saw Monday night from that the Vikings didn't do or just countering what, you know, whatever. What, what I think they're going to try to, they're going to try to mix it up a little bit. They're going to run a little more man than uh, Minnesota did. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, you can't do a Minnesota. Minnesota just sat back in zone let everything developed in front right. of them. And then went to make the tackle, you know, so then they got caught peeking and underneath the routes. And that's like I got beat over the top with, um, 
with the Quez, Quez Watkins. Mm-hmm. I think they'll mix it up because if you're running, it's, it's totally different in his way of thinking when you think of zone. Zone, they're going to have a lot of stop routes, comeback routes, routes to just sit in the zone. But if you're playing man-to-man and you're just rushing four, that means you have to throw a guy open. They won't necessarily be open. The good route runners, mm-hmm. like you have with, you know, that'll be a game where Smitty will probably have great results mm-hmm. with those type of games. And um, and also um, Goddard, because you're throwing guys open because it, they can create that separation with the way they run routes. You can get the ball to um, to, to A.J. Brown because he's just so much more – it's just so much more physical than the guy that's going to be lined up on him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He can box those guys out. But it's a total different mindset mm-hmm. on how you do it. You throw guys open in in um in man-to-man coverage, but you throw to areas when you're throwing in zones. Right, so you got right. to sit down yeah. in the zone. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, too, you know, just to back to the list for a second and where we have Hurts. If I look at the players that I that I have after him, like I go Rogers, Brady, Hurts that I have after him, I think Stafford could move up for sure. Yeah, I think Kyler Murray. It's it's really up and down with him, and it's up and down with his coach. I don't think Wentz. I don't. Cousins puts up numbers, but some of that is also I got to see it winning. Um, you know, to Goff's credit, you could probably make a case that he should be further up with the way he's playing. He's playing I agree. pretty good, and I nobody agree. wants to give him any kind of love. I get it, but. You know, and Jimmy G could certainly move up as well. You know, Winston, I don't know, man. If he could just stay out of the – he was bad Jameis last week. Um, so there could be movement on that list for sure. The 49ers become even more dangerous now just because Jimmy G is quarterback in their team yeah. compared to Trey Lance. You know, Jimmy G is a great manager uh, of that offense. And obviously those guys love playing with him. And I guess I bet you those veterans are breathing a sigh of relief that the experiment is over. You, say, you hate to see it. You hate to see it happen at the expense. You're right about of, that. Yeah. Of, of a player getting hurt, and losing his entire season as he's trying to develop. But those guys want to win now. Yes. You know they don't want to develop. You know when you you're a certain point in your career and you got to the NFC Championship game, and wait a minute, we're taking a step back. We have the nucleus of players that we could do some damage, but we've got to. We've got a spoon feed, a, a, an untested quarterback now. Mm-hmm. When you got this guy right here who helped us get to that championship game, and we feel in our mind with the NFC being so wide open, we have as good a chance as anybody of getting back there again. Yep. What are we doing? Yeah. Well, see, now that's been settled until further notice. Now I, you I just have to It worry. was headed that way anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, but you didn't want to wait until week five or six because, you, as you know, when you give a, the reins to a new quarterback, you got to give them a five, six game sample before yeah. you pull the plug on them. Mm-hmm. Hey, by five or six games, they could have been out of it by then. So you think that he was that bad that they were going to pull the plug on him early? I don't think he's that bad. I don't think he's ready yeah. to start. Okay. See, okay. when you, I let a kid like that start with a team that's rebuilding all the way around. You grow together. But when you have a team that was that close to getting to the Super Bowl, you don't want to take a significant step back like that. No, you don't. Now, if Jimmy G had been traded, you have no choice but to go with who you got. Mm-hmm. But the man, he was there. He's still here. This is the guy who led us. We know his body of work. If I'm Debo Samuel, and I, I know what he's doing. All I have to do is look at Jimmy G. He knows what I'm about to do. I've got to build that with Trey Lance. We didn't get many reps in training camp. i got to build that. It may take five or six games to build that because of different scenarios, different coverages, different defensive schemes, so on and so forth. 
it may take five or six games. We don't have that kind of time when you only have 17 games to jockey for possession. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think they would have done it like next game, Barrett, but by week five or six, if it didn't look good, I think they would have done it because they're they're in a position to win now. Yes. They're not rebuilding, you know, no. and they have a lot of money invested in both on both sides of the ball to that team, and they've been close a few times, Super Bowl, obviously. I, I, I truly believe that they would have done it sooner rather than later and just said, look, <clears throat> next year's a different year. We'll figure it out with Trey, but right for right now, we're trying to win yeah, right man. now. And you, know the, hey, you know the veteran players that – Hey, look, hey, look, Trey, man, I feel for you, man. I've been injured, man, and um, I know what you're going through. Hey, look, we're praying for you, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Hey, Jimmy, <laughs> man, I'm so glad you're back, man. I don't know what to do, bro. Just give Let's us a roll. keep in touch. Just Did you do that? Rolling. <laughs> oh, man. It sounds like one of our show meetings. Right? <laughs> I'll keep in touch. Have yeah, my but, people call your people. Exactly. No, I, I think that, uh, yeah, the, the writing was probably on the wall. And look, unless Trey, Trey Lance really got going, I think the, the writing was on the wall there. Uh, that's for sure with them. But, yeah, I mean, the other teams, I just don't have the same trust. Like, I don't trust Kyler Murray necessarily. I don't, I don't trust Wentz. I don't – yeah, after watching Kirk Cousins the other night, I, you know, he's going to put numbers up. Do I really trust him? I'm Probably not. I don't, I don't trust Winston either. I don't – there's a lot of these guys. I need to – look, Goff's playing really well, and Goff's got some weapons, but can he keep it up? I really want to see what Detroit does this week. You know what I mean? Like, I, they, who, do they have, who do they have this week? Well, they, play, they have um, the Vikings. They have the Vikings. Home or away? It is – it is at Minnesota. So Minnesota's ticked off. They yeah, tough spot. Minnesota got beat down on Monday night. That's a tough spot for them. That's a good game. That's a good game to watch. It is. Wow. You didn't even go through the uh you didn't even go through the week um uh, three uh tomorrow. Did we do it down on Fridays? Okay. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. But that's um there's some good games. Yeah, I mean there's some there's some big ones to you know to preview early. It's um there's a kind of look like tonight's game's eh. You know, more than anything else, it's not one that's going to get you excited. But it's, it's Thursday it's night. Fo- it's, it's football, man. That's all. That's all you can say. Is, it's it's football. Totally. It's, it's, it's a little more. Than, still. Yeah, it's a little more than ah. This is like, this is like bloodletting tonight, bro. <sighs> I mean, this is this might be like a WWE match. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's, good. It's going to get nasty. That's what I, I don't like. I said I'm not excited about the quarterback matchup, but about the history between these two because I've seen it firsthand for ten years. That's what I'm intrigued to see. Who throws the first punch? That's what right. I want to know. Yeah, I no, I, I listen. I hear you, man. And Cleveland's—it's a weird year for Cleveland. We all know that. I mean, they're trying to, to just just hang around enough for when Watson gets back. But then at that point, he, he will miss almost two full years of football. So what's he going to yeah, look like at yeah, that point? Yeah, that's the mm. thing. It's hard. It's really hard to figure exactly what they uh, what they're doing in Pittsburgh. Uh, it almost feels inevitable. You're going to see uh, Pickett at some point, but you know when is it? Is this necessary? It doesn't. Will it matter if it's Pickett or Trubisky if they can't block anybody? I don't know. They're too tight. Yeah. Yeah. Can't block anybody. Uh, I'm going to watch, you know, this is my former team. And I remember, I can't say I remember the battles that we had with Cleveland because they just sucked when I was, uh, when I was there, they they were bad. They Cleveland was. Yeah. Cleveland sucked. Uh, They weren't good at that time. When I was there, it was all about the Ravens. And then one year, um, the year we won the Super Bowl, actually the Bengals won the, um, Division. Yeah, they had that Hoosman Zada. They had um, um Chad Johnson. Chad. Their quarterback was good too. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it's 
I, I, I'm going to watch the game because it's football, but I don't see, I can't, I can't see that. It's not the same Steeler team that I'm used to seeing. I mean, there's, here's there's, part of my issue tonight. I can't with the with the Amazon thing. It's very hard to flip back and forth. And I got a Phillies game against the Braves. It's <laughs> a problem. Yeah, that's, you, that's a good point. Problem. Good point, bro. All, right. All right. So uh, without Carson further, Palmer, that's right, Eagles fan. Yeah, Carson Palmer. Yep. Yeah, Carson Palmer. Yeah. Yep. Who? Yeah. When he, if he would have stayed healthy, you know for sure. All right. Joining us right now uh, does great work. You follow him on Twitter at JP Finlay NBCS, of course. 10 to 2 with Brian Mitchell. They had some guy named Gunn as a sh- as a guest on the show today. Yeah, and they uh, cut me off, man. They, they cut yeah. me off. The phone died. Yeah, right. 1067 the fan and of course NBC Washington as well. JP, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Uh-oh. JP there. All right, Xander, we'll uh Try and straighten out what's going what's going on there with uh, with JB. So, what was the first question they asked you today when they had you on? Uh, they gave me the option. They said, "Do you want to talk Carson Wentz first, or do you want to talk Jalen Hurts first? I said, "Let's talk Carson." Okay. We started with Carson first, and um, okay, they asked me my assessment of Carson's time in uh, Philadelphia, and I told them what I knew, and I told them there's also a bigger mystery about what we don't know exactly what went on behind closed doors that led to his. Um, is him being jettisoned out of Philadelphia Okay. Uh, after this organization gave him that, that big money and a record cap hit. Uh, but obviously they had had enough. And they asked me, uh, did they think that I think that Carson could change his image? Okay. And because B Mitch said he didn't believe he could, he said, it was like, you know, you know, you adapt to your environment. And I said, well, I don't care if I, if I'm Washington's organization and the team, I don't care what Carson does when he's at home. All I care about is I don't want to play with the Carson I've heard about in Philadelphia right. and Indianapolis. Sense. Makes sense. And if he steps in that locker room, steps on the field, and shows that he can take us to where other quarterbacks have not taken us, that's all I care about. Okay. You know? All right. If we he's, think he's ready. We, okay. we think JP is right. ready. Let, let's bring him up right now. Again, 1067, the fan, of course, uh, NBC Washington. And you could follow him on Twitter, as we mentioned, at JP Finlay NBCS. JP, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Sorry for whatever tech issues I got going on. No, that's no. all right, bro. Listen, no worries, man. No, mo- no worries. So obviously, you know, we're, we're uh, and, and and sorry for you having to deal with Derek Gunn today. I know that's, <laughs> you know itself, that's a challenge. We know that. He was great. He always is. Yeah. So, JP, let's talk about this. Um, you know, we saw the good and the bad. We saw Carson Wentz, who helped the Eagles win a Super Bowl, who, who did a ton to get them home field advantage throughout to win the division, battle back from injuries, had a lot of really admirable traits, that's for sure. But we also saw it go really, really bad at the end here. And, and your sample size is a lot smaller, but what's your sense of, of Carson thus far this time in D.C.? Um, you know, I, I said this earlier to Gunner, man. Carson has done everything right since he got here. And I I think he was a little, I honestly think he was a little skeptical of coming to DC himself in the beginning. And, and he kind of talked about, you know, coming back to the Northeast and the way, the way he talked about the Northeast, I think he was thinking kind of Philly specific. Um, but you know, where the commanders play practice and where players live is, is like 30, 40 miles West of the city. And it's, it, it's not rural. I mean, it's still like, you know, a major city kind of suburban sprawl, but it's a different vibe. And um, 
I think Carson's pretty happy, honestly. Mm. He seems – he said something yesterday in his press conference that he basically said, you know, I had some growing up to do. And he talked about his faith and, and all sorts of things. But I, I think the admittance of, of uh, you know, things change and I had to grow up, like I, I think that says a lot about where he was versus where he is now. Um, and then, you know, you guys now have Jalen Hurts and, and everything is, is roses and rainbows. But if – if you look at the quarterbacks that have played in Washington for two years, five years, 10 years, 30 years, like, you know, we haven't had a whole lot of quarterbacking highs in this city. So Wentz to come in and seven touchdowns in two games, like he's already breaking records. He's already breaking franchise quarterback records. And the, the bar is fairly low. So, you know, his play on the field is, is far from perfect, but it's been pretty good. And, and the commanders have some really good, receivers and Carson the dude no complaints um players on and off record guys I know guys I trust within the organization are all telling me you know whatever you've heard from Philly and Indy we're not seeing it and then what I see just being you know at the facility and and at games and at practices like I, I don't see it so not to suggest it may not emerge but he's been here since March they've now played two games None of the none of the leadership accountability questions seem at all plausible here, and he's been playing pretty well. Maybe those two go hand in hand too. Hey, hey uh, JP. Um, earlier in this show, when we were talking about Carson, I said that since 2018, Carson is the best quarterback the Washington franchise has had, and I'm talking Alex Smith, Josh Johnson, McCoy, Sanchez, Haskins. Kyle Allen, I don't have to tell Heineke, you tell me, do you agree or disagree with that? Um, the best they've had since Cousins, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's much of a debate, honestly. Um, <laughs> Alex played well but really cautious, and that was before the injury. And then, and then obviously when Alex did come back and they w- did win some games, but the injury really changed who he was. Um, Carson and Kirk kind of remind me of one another in a lot of ways in kind of their like off-field nature they're both um you know deeply religious kind of introverted guys um I think Kirk's a little more like aware I think Carson at this point just kind of removes himself from from a lot of like media social media type stuff um I think I think Carson's higher higher ceiling than Kirk, but probably lower floor. Like we haven't Mm -hmm. seen one of these awful games yet, but the statistics tell me one of them's coming. Um, Whereas Mm -hmm. Kirk rarely, I guess you guys saw a pretty awful Kirk game the other night, but um, you know, I I think to say he's the best since Kirk to me is pretty easy. And and I think you can argue, let's see what he does. But the year he had last year in Indy in Washington would statistically be, the best year by a quarterback since Sonny Jurgensen in the late sixties. So oh like, my goodness. I, dude, no, no Washington quarterback has thrown for 30 touchdowns since Sonny Jurgensen. Like, Jeez. I, I, yeah. I, I think people underestimate how bad the quarterback play has been here. Wow. That's wow. saying a lot, but I think, um, the offensive line will go hand in hand with his success. And I don't know why you guys let, let, uh, Scherf go and, and, and Moses go the year before that. And, what is, what's going on with the offensive line, man? Because they didn't seem like they were protected much at all these last two games. Yeah, I mean, you guys probably know more than me, but Carson holds on to the ball too long. And yeah, way too long, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's not, 
He's not sharp in his footwork in the pocket. Like there was a sack where Aiden Hutchinson blasted him, but he rolled into it. Like there's not a ton of feel for the pressure. Uh, They had a safety that I kind of more and more, the more I watch it, I kind of think was his fault. I mean, you tell me, but he lined up. So they were deep in their own territory. They're at the five yard line and they lined up in shotgun. So you're already five yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And his depth got to like nine yards behind the line of scrimmage. Like the play call isn't for a nine step drop in that situation. Like how do you end up that far? And then the, the left tackle gets beat, but I think it's entirely possible. The left tackle was just playing a speed guy out and let him use his speed to run right out of the play. But it just so happened the quarterback was there. So the, the, there is some of that going on. Um, as you know, as for Sheriff, he didn't want to be here, period. Uh, they okay. offered him they offered him a massive contract the year before. He turned him down, played on the tag, and then he went to Jacksonville. And, yep. you know, I, I know Brandon well. He's a great dude. Clearly, he had seen enough and wanted to go to the beach and, and you know, say la vie. Um, the Moses decision was interesting, but they they basically cut Moses once Charles Leno became available from the Bears, and it, they liked Leno more. It was, you know, I think Leno's a good player. I think Morgan was a good player. Neither of them are great. Um, the the Trent scenario and, and the Trent train wreck mess disaster was not on this staff. That was not a Rivera operation but still you know when trent goes into canton x number of years from now and right <laughs> and, and 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 he gets to say oh yeah washington traded me like well, what, what are you doing right um, right again rivera dealt the only card he had because trent wanted out but um what are they doing with the offensive line there they could be in a lot of trouble frankly so they signed Veteran, you can call him veteran, or you can call him perhaps washed. It's a, you choose your own term. But they signed a pair of veteran guards in Andrew Norwell and Trey Turner, who none of them played in the preseason. Jeez. And it, it, it's it's pretty obvious that right now they're trying to play their way into shape, um, which is not the soundest strategy with Carson Wentz behind them. Um, and then Chase Ruye, who's been a good, viable kind of veteran center for them, he uh, – he blew out his knee last week. Oh, so uh, now you're talking. They just they picked up a they signed a, a center that was available. The Nick, no, not Nick Martin. Um, maybe it is. There's like three Martins, so forgive me. But yeah. they're going to start this guy Wes Schweitzer, who is a good option. Schweitzer can play. He's kind of been like their versatile interior weapon, um, interior offensive line weapon. The problem is Schweitzer's already dealing with a hamstring injury that caused him to miss the Lions game. Now they have no choice but to play him, and I don't know how that's going to look. Uh, especially you play an O line, you got to be able to plant, and if your hammy's not there, that sounds pretty tricky. Um, and then they got the interior of this offensive line got pushed around in Detroit. Yeah, and I would not be surprised if that happens against Philly. Mm. JP, let me go to the other side of the ball. Defensively, they're giving up a lot of points. They're giving up a lot of on the ground in the air as well. Uh, we know there's some talented, especially interior defensive linemen there. What's the issue here? Is it everybody behind them? Why, why have they been so susceptible to some pretty high point totals so far? Man, it's a very good question that I'm not sure I have an answer to, frankly. I think, you know, 
there's a national perception that the commander's D-line is, is the strength of this team. And they have good individual pieces. And at times, they put together good individual games. But they were bad last year, and they've been quite bad so far this year. I mean, they're giving up seven and a half yards per carry. And, and if you dive a little deeper into that number and you remove, like, sacks and, and, and quarterback rushes, mm. it's over eight. Oof. So, um, you know, Chase Young is hurt. Certainly that doesn't all sway on Chase Young being hurt. The linebackers are bad. I, I think you can make a real argument they have the worst linebackers in the NFL. Um, they spent a first-round pick on this kid, Jamin Davis, last year out of Kentucky, who's an absolute athletic freak. And, you know, played okay in Detroit, but they, they get – out of position a lot. They have trouble. They have trouble sticking to their run fits and their assignments. The secondary doesn't help. Um, his defense ain't good, man. And, and maybe and, and what happens to them is they give up a ton of big plays. And what the staff will tell you is, listen, it's five or six plays. If our guys just stick to their assignments, we're talking about five yard gains instead of forty five yard gains. And and. And I've watched the film with the staff to, like, help me understand it. And I hear what they're saying. But the problem is it keeps happening. And it happened last year. So I, I don't know what the fix is. Um, I, you know, Philly looks like pretty explosive. And so Detroit last week had five plays of 20 yards or more. Uh, Jacksonville week one had four plays of 20 yards or more. Um, you guys have – better players than both those teams so it, it it'll be interesting hey, hey jp speaking of the uh the back end of that defense um does del rio like to play more man coverage or zone we i think we lost them we lost them oh okay um yeah, it's a good question, Derek. I, I would be curious uh, to see what, what, what the setup was for that. We might have him back. JP, we oh. got you back, man. <laughs> no. Oh, well. Oh, we, we tried. Yeah, we tried. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know a man or zone, uh, it, it is a good question what they uh, what they like to play. We will find out, well, I guess. They we'll like to out. play zone, but yeah, they like to play zone. They play more zone than they did man. I don't think okay. they have the – they don't have the players to really play – Man to, to man, play like man. Oh. I yeah, think we but... got. We may know. All right, sorry. <laughs> we may know. <laughs> I think we have him back. JP, we got you, man. <laughs> All right. No. Let's do this. Let's take a timeout. Uh, modern technology, man. Uh, we we love it. So we'll take a timeout. Uh, we will come back. We will uh, we'll put a bow on this bad boy. A lot of other stuff to get into. Some NBA news, which is big news. Uh, which we'll get into uh, some birthdays on this date, all that good stuff. Uh, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk a little Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any problem that you may face. So do you have any type of tree issues, your yard, your property, whatever the case may be, if you do, they're a quick phone call away. They're experts at trimming all types of trees and serve Southeastern PA, South Jersey, and Northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Keep in mind, we got storm season and hurricane season upon us. Now is a great time to have your trees evaluated. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page. 
to get a little sampling of their work or a little bit more information. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848. Or you can follow them at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go birds! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, <laughs> sports take on this Thursday. It's been an interesting kind of day, but that's, you know, we all, everybody goes through this kind of stuff uh, at work and you adapt and overcome. That's the way I view this. So we're, we're overcoming and we're adapting. So um, I, I, this story to me, I'm, there's gotta be more going on than what we're hearing and or seeing right now. So Ime Udoka, who used to be an assistant with the Sixers, um, is the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Actually took them to the finals last year after a really slow start, got them going, and they had a pretty unbelievable year. He is staring at 
the real possibility of being suspended for the entire NBA season, uh, according to multiple sources, Woj, uh, Sham Sharania, et cetera, uh, because uh, he, he carried on uh, a relationship with a female uh, member of the franchise's staff. He is a, a married man. Uh, you know, again, that's all we really know right now, but it is a violation of the uh, of the league organizational guidelines as well. Um, I'm not condoning this by any stretch. I don't want this to come off that way. This is a married guy, okay? So I'm not saying that. But when I first read it, I I, I was a little bit surprised that he's looking at a year. I thought maybe there would be a suspension, but this seems a little harsh, and I wonder if there isn't something else. I I don't know. It's consensual, by the way, according to the reports. The relationship was consensual. Well. A company, according according to what I've read, um, the Boston Celtics company policy is is laid out that you 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 are not supposed to date uh, in house. Right. Okay. It's the same way with cheerleaders in the NFL. Cheerleaders are told you are not allowed to date players. Right. Um. But a year suspension, and again, I'm like you. I am not condoning this. Uh, he's a married man. Uh, I'm not condoning this by any stretch of the imagination, but a year does seem a little bit harsh. Initially, when I read it was, I was thinking, did he force himself on this girl? But we find out now that it was consensual. Oh, they're not married, by the way. I'm sorry. They're, they, they've they been engaged for several years. They okay. have a child together, but they're not married. So oh, they're not apologies. married. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's, it's Nia Long, who's the actress. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. what they engaged to? Yeah, Nia Long. Yep. That's his. That's his partner. What? Yeah, that's what? his partner. Yeah, he's messing that up. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's funny, man. Um, I remember J-Mo, uh Johnny Morton when I played with Detroit was like not seeing her, seeing her like you know, and <laughs> it was like kind of the same thing, right? With J-Mo. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm always I, – I never want to dig too deep into this stuff, number one, because nobody really knows what's going on behind the scenes right. besides these people, right, whoever's involved in, in, in these certain situations. So, I, I, I again, my only reaction is I was kind of like, whoa, that's, that's a long suspension for something like this. But, again, I, I don't I – I've don't seen know. it happen hey, before. I've hey, seen look. people get married, you know, from inside a company. If you if you if you cheating on Neil Long, whoever it is, better be a twelve on a scale of ten. <laughs> you cheating on Neil Long, okay. First of all, you know. Uh, but if the company policy is laid out, you know, and, and if the if the guideline says you're subject to a year long suspension, I don't know if if it goes into that kind of detail in terms it could you could be terminated, whatever the case may be. Then you know that shame that's on you. That's on you. I mean, if, if it was something that the team in house just decided verbally, well, we have to do this to set an example. Okay, we well, have an argument there. But if it's part of the company guidelines, it's like us, whoever we work for. We know the guidelines of whoever we work for. Right. And you got to be smart enough to stay within those guidelines or you're mm-hmm. subject to penalties. Yeah. Plain fair and enough. Simple. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the, the interesting thing is there's speculation. Now that Brad Stevens may come back out of the front office and coach the team, I don't see that happening. I think he's yeah. comfortable in his role. Yeah. And he did, you know, a darn good job, man, in, in his first year doing it. Um, they lost their their number one assistant, took the jazz, got the jazz job uh with uh Danny Ainge there. 
and then there's they, they think it's going to be the next guy. Now, they're not firing him. Uh, it would be an interim tag on the coach who coaches this year. So that's kind of where it's at. Mm. Why they letting wow. they, they letting all their business out anyway, man? Like, come on. Yeah, who leaked that mess anyway, man? Yeah. Well, I mean, th- if he's going to be suspended for the year and, and they're about to start camp, that's going to be pretty obvious if he's not there. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, Barry said, how does the story get out anyway? Right. Uh, yeah, that, that, oh, great. Oh, is that two, what you mean? I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't if know. it's between two consenting adults, right? Who, who let this story slip? Who's who? Who talked to somebody? And if they and if they didn't do it directly, then obviously one or both parties told somebody else, a friend or someone. Hey, you know, I I got this one here right. as well. So yeah. who let this slip out? I don't know. There was uh, <laughs> unrelated, related. My my wife was watching one of those like. I don't even know what these shows are called anymore. Like, what are the entertainment tonight shows? Is that still on? I, I don't know. I don't One of those kind it. of shows. I have no idea. So, uh, Adam Levine, uh, who is the uh, the lead singer of Maroon Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there was an Instagram model who who accused, you know, him of having an affair with her. He said, "We, I had an affair with him, essentially." His he's I don't know where I'm going with this, but anyway, he's married. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to hear this, Rob. Keep going. Keep I, going I, Rob. You know what? Sometimes you start something and you're sorry you started it. Yeah, and I'm, I am totally in that mode right now. Yes, you're going down a rabbit hole. All right, let me finish it. So, all right, at least so he's married. He's got two kids. He got another one on the way. She said they haven't had an affair. He said they didn't have an affair, but he was inappropriate with some uh, IMs or DMs that he sent her, and now. Those DMs, I guess she made them public, and they're everywhere, and it's basically him saying how hot she is, uh, <laughs> essentially, and you know, maybe looking for some booty calls. I don't know, whatever. So anyway, my, my only point of bringing this up is, I, first of all, I don't know why I brought it up. Uh, God, I love to put you in this situation. He's just laying. Don't say me. He no, I did. My point is, like, everything goes public now, I guess, is where I was going with this. Everything gets out there now. Uh, It's it's very hard to, when you are a public figure, it's hard to keep things under wrap. How's that? Did I put a nice little bow on that? Good. Thank you. Nice. Good job. Very professional. Let's move the heck on, man. Uh, (laughs) All right. Um, Actually, the Jazz did make a trade. Speaking of the Utah Jazz, they they traded uh, Bogdanovich. The Jazz are in straight tank mode, uh, oh by the way, for, for anybody who's been paying attention to what what is going on with that. But they traded uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, who is a, still a, a really serviceable player, to the Pistons. They're they're look they're just dumping everything. They're in straight sand wow. tank mode, like like the Sixers were in, and they're getting a lot of draft picks back in return. When you consider how many games they won in the regular season over the last few years, and I guess they felt they'd gone as far as they could go with this team, and it's not a championship-caliber team. It's good yeah. enough to get to the playoffs, but not good enough to get past the likes of Golden State and Phoenix. you gotta, you got to start all over again. And it, all their weapons are gone now, man. They, got, they gutted that entire team. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow. Yes, they did. I'm getting killed in the chat section. What else? Well, are you? Yeah, Let's see, what else? It's that's always all right. Got a couple on this dates for you guys. All right, on this date, 1982, the show Family Ties debuts. Michael J. Fox, you guys remember that show? It was part of the yeah, yeah. It was part of the killer Thursday night lineup with Cosby, Family Ties, Cheers. Uh, uh, <laughs> what else was on there? Night Court. <laughs> what? I don't even want to know what's that. You, I'm nothing. You don't want to know. 
right. You don't want to keep know. it. Let's you keep know. it moving. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pay attention, Rob. All but right. some of these some of these comments are ridiculous. I'll give forget. you one more. I'll give you one more. So, 15 years ago, do you remember the infamous infamous Mike Gundy Oklahoma State coach yes. speech? I'm, for, oh, I'm yeah. a man. I'm 40. Yeah. That was 15 oh, yeah. years ago today. 15. Man, he's time a man. Flies. He's 55 now. Yes, but he is. Now, he was wow. a, was yeah. it working in front of the party in the back? What, what do you call it? Yeah, uh, he's a, he is a mullet guy. Mullet, he is yeah, a yeah. he is a business in the front, party in the back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Kentucky wow. water flow. There's a lot of different things that they call it. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. He's he, he's got he's not afraid to to sport a mullet. That guy. But anyway, um, he had a he had a mullet ten years ago. That's he had a mullet up until three years ago, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's not. He's. I might still have it. I don't even know. I haven't looked at him this year. I don't know what's happening with him. Yeah, but that isn't that crazy. That was 15 years ago, man. He what was defending one man? of his players. He was basically saying, like, if you're gonna rip somebody, rip me. I'm. I'm a. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know. All that. <laughs> um. So that was 15 years ago on this date. All right, let's do some birthdays. We do have some good ones here. Uh, Andrea Bocelli, the opera singer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think you'd get that one. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. He's that guy's unbelievable, man. If you ever heard him, I'm is not he a blind? huge opera fan. You but I appreciate it. Is yeah, he blind? He, he was born partially blind. Then he, uh, he was a goalkeeper as a soccer player and got and took a headshot and um, he had uh, congenital glaucoma and he became completely blind uh, blind from a, a brain hemorrhage following that uh, hit. Oh my killed. god! Um, this I dude has uh, recorded 15 solo albums, pop and classical. Has sold over seventy-five million records worldwide. Mm. Wow, seventy-five yeah, that's, million! That's awesome. Good for him. Wow, uh, no more I didn't know that name. story. Yeah, no one with his name Ronaldo. Oh yeah, when you just just his name, that's his first name, Ronaldo. Yeah, you know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, you a bad man when you only go by first name. Exactly. That's like Pele. Yeah, Yes, exactly. Uh, Joan Jett. Joan Jett is 64 years old. Joan Jett Joan was born, Jett. yeah, born in Winwood, PA. Joan Jett. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah, 64 years old. Uh, Alejandro Villanueva, the the uh, former Ooh. Army, and then offense. I think he just retired, actually. Yeah, he uh, did. Yep. What yeah, a great yeah. story he was! Wow, incredible, right? I mean, that guy. He was a tight end and a receiver at Army. At Army, yeah. And and the Eagles you know, sort of helped transform him. And, and it really his best years with the Steelers was okay with the Ravens, but th- that he guy was, got a, a career out of, you know, what yeah. he did was amazing. He was, he was a pro bowler with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, the, the uh, lead singer from Barrett's favorite group, white snake, David <laughs> Coverdale is 71 years old. Yeah, Tawny Katane uh, in the videos. Uh, am I the only one who remembers this? Maybe I am. Maybe uh, I'll keep moving. The only thing I remember about that is actually Talladega Nights. Is this going to be like White Snake? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yes, it's right. It's right. That's a good point. By the way, his wife in that movie. Anyway. Uh, I ain't saying nothing. Keep no, going. I'm not either. Keep going. I'm, I'm, not, I'm either. not saying a word. All right. All right. So uh, you ain't getting me in trouble. I, I like I like a nice quiet house. I know you especially know. on Thursday night with football involved. I do not want to lecture of any kind. Right, we'll Don't worry about what's going on over here. Oh, right no. here. I don't know what see here. <laughs> Scott Bayo, aka Chachi, is 61 years old. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Happy days in Charles and Charge fame. Yep, David yep. Stern, the the uh oh yeah. Since past, uh, longtime commissioner of the NBA had really helped usher them into the sort of like just 
blew the league up at that point in a good way. I mean, uh, you know, with TV deals and whatnot. Uh, he was born on this day in 1942. Uh, Carlos Correa, uh, phenomenal baseball player. He's 28 years old. Uh, Tommy Lasorda from Norristown, PA, was born on this day in 1927. So he would, man, what would he be, 95? Yeah, mm. 95 years old. Tommy would have been. Debbie Boone of You Light Up My Life fame is 66 years old. Wow. Uh, what did I miss? That's all I got. You got any, Gunner? Uh, Bob Sapp. Now, you might say who? He was a pro wrestler boxer? and a boxer. Yeah. But his claim to fame. Football. He played football, yes. But his claim to fame was being in a 2005 uh, remake of The Longest Yard. He was Switowski, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, big yeah, dude. yeah. Oh, is that it? He had a broken finger. Yeah. That's a big boy, man. 49 years old, man. Yeah. He was a big boy, man. I mean, jeez. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's funny. You know, you see a, a big guy, that, and his name was Switowski in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about um? Oh my how about uh, Money Bag Yo? Money Bag Yo. Yes, Derek's 30, favorite. 30 years old. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, Michael Rainey. Michael Rainey from um from um Power. Oh. That's Ghost Son. That's right. Everybody, everybody wanted to whoop his tail. Yeah. They want to whoop his tail bad because uh, oh, yeah. he was just tripping. Yeah. Oh Michael my Michael Rainey. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Look, who's this dude? Man? Kevin Savard, Rob Dirty Dancing Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Tony's involved now. Yeah, you know, getting on me. <laughs> It's the queen. She threw me off, man. That's what I'm blaming. Oh, yeah, man. Ever since then, oh, you've been man. going downhill. All right. I, I, this this one is not uh, – this is a he- sort of a heavier note. It's a shame. Uh, Flyers yeah. are underway with camp here. But Ryan Ellis, uh, their defenseman, who they they paid a lot of money to when they signed him last year, um, he is going to miss the entire season. He only played four games last year. This guy's career might be over. He's got wow a very complicated injury that, like, ties into – the pelvis, the hip, the abductor, like bad for anybody, but especially bad for hockey players. And Four. they don't, they're not really sure what the course of action is. So mm. that's a, this dude was a stud in Nashville. Like they went out and they, they made him, he was going to be their number one defenseman. And it looks like he may never play again, not only mm. for them, but period. So that's a shame, man. That, that is a shame. I feel it for is, the guy. It is. Um, well, how so, much, do you know how much of his contract was guaranteed? I mean, they could be on the hook for a lot of money. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll check. I, I let me as as we mm. as we speak. I'll check his uh, his number. Now I, I know, you know, oftentimes, almost all the time, they have the insurance policies, which right, you know, right. We'll, we'll, we'll clear. All right, so Gunner, he was going to make he made seven point seven. This is for hockey. Keep in mind, it's not the same crazy prices we see for basketball right, and baseball right. and football. But seven point seven last year, pretty good number. Uh, he was going to make five point three this year, seven point five next year. 7.5 the year after that. Woo! Jeez, man. There is a lot of time. This this contract goes until 26, 27. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. How yeah. much are they on the hook for that? Uh, 5.3, 7.5, 6.5, 5.5, 4.5. A lot of money. Wow. A lot of money. Yeah. I'm sure they'll get cap relief. And if he can't play, you know, I, I would assume there'd be some kind of settlement, right? Injury settlement. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you kind of move on. Um, but they're dealing with that. And they're also dealing with Couturier, who's got a herniated disc, and they don't know how long he's going to be out either. Like they, 
you know, Couturier is a, a phenomenal two-way player as a yep. centerman. Can defend and, you know, can do a lot of different things for you. I would say he's been their best player for the past, what, four or five years? Yeah, but I agree with that, Barrett. 100% I agree with that. And mm. if he's – I mean, look, they're, they're going to be pretty awful. Uh, John Tortorella has got his, his work cut out for him. This is not going to be a fun year. I believe in Tortorella. I can't keep a straight face saying that. Yeah. He's, he's got, he's going to go nuts too, because this is going to drive him crazy, but he signed on for it. You know, even, even if these guys were healthy, the flyers probably right. weren't going to be very good. Right. right. Uh, so it's going to be a long year for the flyers. That's for sure. All right. So just to remind everybody, that tomorrow uh, we will have Brian Mitchell excited about being Mitch. He's going to be joining us. Brian Mitch, the, Mitchell, the rare trifecta, played for the Eagles, Washington, and the Giants. The only team yeah. he had played for was the uh, was the Cowboys in the division. I mean, how many? I wonder how many guys in the history of the NFL have done that. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a great. That's a great trivia question. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, you'll, you guys will appreciate this. Jerry Jones speaking today. Oh, jeez. Uh, said he wouldn't mind a quarterback controversy between Dak and Cooper Rush, said he'd walked to New York if it meant that Rush played so well going forward that the Cowboys had a tough decision to make. That is not smart to say when you're paying your franchise quarterback who you've built a relationship over the last five years. Why would you say something like that? Because then you have to justify sitting that money on the bench while you play this kid who's making like 850000 Why would you say that as an owner? Don't you have to imagine, like, even his son, Steve, and every time Jerry speaks, cringes, like, oh, uh, what did he do now? What did Jerry, he say now? Jerry getting senile at 80 years old, man. Yeah, he is. Jerry senile, man. He, he's in that desperate mode of, you know, they have it 1-1 in 20, what is it, 26 years, whatever. 95, 96. He knows he's getting up there in eight. Like, it's a bad combination. You know what I mean? Like, where he's just, he's very desperate. It's good if you're anybody he's else. Like, this is Dallas. still my, this is my. Yeah, but if I was his son, Stephen, I tell every executive in the building, look, when my dad steps in his office, lock the door. Don't let him out till five o'clock every day. Just lock him <laughs> in the office. Slip him food under the door. Don't let him out till five o'clock. If you let him out, you're fired. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I know. It's rough, man. It's rough. But Look, we've seen this before with him. Uh, yeah, he he just he can't help himself, and he and he you know he does a radio show the 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 day after, and every single time in Dallas, like he he, he can't help himself. He loves a microphone whenever he gets Man. here. Anyway, all right. So uh, again, Brian Mitchell tomorrow. We'll dig a little bit deeper. We'll do um, we'll preview our bet the best games of the week uh, around the NFL. We'll recap tonight's game between Cleveland and the Steelers. What are we thinking? Who wins tonight? Quickly, taking the Steelers at home. Okay. I'm going. I think it's in Cleveland, Cleveland, isn't it? I'm Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going. Oh, it's in Cleveland. Yeah. I'm I'm still taking the Steelers. Okay. Cleveland. All right. I like Cleveland. I like Cleveland. I think it's going to be a close game, though. I think I I would probably grab the four points, but I like Cleveland as well. All right. Uh, Hey, don't forget. Don't forget. Gun on Wonder podcast, latest edition out. Brian Westbrook, right here in the Jacob Sports uh, Media YouTube channel. B West breaking it all down uh, as the uh, Eagles get ready to take on the Washington Commies. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, stay tuned for the National Football Show with Dan Cilio. I want to thank Xander Krause producing the program. All of you in the chat room, all of you listening, all of you streaming, we appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll be back same time tomorrow, 12p to 3p Eastern, three hours of power, as we say. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go first. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.